For this, because we're ready to bring it to you. I am Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. Listen, sitting in today, we got the uh, we're doing a Super Friends mashup, uh, three guys <laughs> on style. Voltron okay. is formed. Voltron. We went to theirs. We almost took it over a little bit. <laughs> we weren't allowed. Now they're coming on to ours. We want y'all to welcome from the black guy who tips. We have who? Rod and Karen. Yes. And I just knocked my headphones off. The three guys who tips and a, and a jar. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Three guys in the jar. That's right. <laughs> Welcome to Three Guys On. The tip, the tip, the tip jar. jar. <laughs> Welcome to Three Guys On. Uh, these two are in town for uh, NegroCon, yeah. which mm-hmm. is an offshoot now of AwesomeCon, which we'll be talking about shortly. But I want to thank you guys, first of all, for coming on our show, as always. Oh, Anytime. Thank you, thank you all us, for eating lunch with me the other day. Oh, that, was fun. Oh, that, that food was flying. It was delicious. Cuba Libre. Yes. Oh, man, uh, 42nd really birthday for that waiter. Yeah, 50 second. 50 second, yeah. 50 second, yeah. And he was cool as shit, yeah, man. He was. Yeah, he, he was. Wait, he was, was he Cuban? No. Yeah. I, well, he, he might have. He was Latin. <laughs> he was like black Latin. He had some ethnic. He was like, yeah, yeah, he yeah, was yeah, like yeah. Dominic Latin. Like yeah. Dominic's Latin, he's Latin like that. Yeah. Like you knew he had hung out with black people. Yeah, he right. was definitely black Latin. Yeah. Somebody, there's a lot of black people in his family. Let's just yeah. say it like that. <laughs> An uncle. Yeah. <laughs> 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 a lot of black people in his family. Maybe his mother. Could be. I don't know. <laughs> He's, he think he was Cuban. He yeah. uh, he recommended the foods he recommended to us were, great. were straight. I know that drink was the, the drink drinks was good. Were straight. It was it was kind of in the middle of the day, so it was nice in there. It was right. It was quiet. There was just yeah. I was people. I was actually in the city when you guys were arranging that, but I was walking yeah, into a working. meeting yeah. literally uh, when you guys were like planning that. And I didn't know how long the meeting was. It took like two hours. So I, oh, then I yeah. left. And you called me right when I left the meeting. Yeah, you were like, you were oh, yeah, we just got done having lunch. I was like, oh, good. I'm going to have, I'm going to have a sandwich. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had a sandwich, yeah. too. We went to uh, Potbelly. Did you talk about that one right around the corner? Yeah, yeah. yeah Potbelly's is good. Don't have, don't have pot belly. I had to have it. I was there yesterday. It's the only place I've seen it. Yeah. There's one right across the street from me now. I said we went, and then so my, uh, my girl, Raina April on Twitter was like, you know you could have did so much better. I'm like, I'm full, and it was good. Yeah, Mm. Like a beer or a cider, consider it's a sandwich yeah. place. I don't know why they don't uh, do that. Yeah, it's that's a true. sandwich place. Yeah. You do a beer or a cider. Pot bed was good. The people was nice, and 
uh, when I was talking about it, some people said, you know, we got them down here. I was like, I've never seen that shit. Like, it's downtown. I was like, that's why I stay my black well, ass away from downtown. Where are you at then? Yeah, come right. on now. <laughs> like, that don't count. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's mostly like a lunch spot for for office buildings nearby. Mm. Uh, you don't okay. see that much. I mean, there's one near me where I moved to, but it's mm. that one's like in a strip mall, but most of them are... They're full at lunchtime on weekdays, and then the rest of the time, no one even goes to pop well, We used to. When I used to work at E-Trade. There was one. This was over in Boston. There's yeah. one right there. We used to go there a couple times a week. And they used to put um, like a guitarist or something up a ladder on top of a thing. Yeah, they always have a playing. guitarist. They have like a guitarist wow. playing and singing. Okay, so all these black people are standing in line, and this girl is up there just playing and singing some song. And then we all notice... This girl is singing a Beyonce song. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> acoustic yeah. cover? Aqu- acoustic <sighs> cover in some Beyonce mm-mm, mm-mm. song. She was she white? Was she oh, yes. <laughs> the bane of my existence. Yes. She have a yeah. ukulele? Yeah. Oh, no, no. It was a full guitar. Okay. Just, it's, a, it's a small world, man. We, this is a segment we have on our show now. <laughs> and it is really goddamn disgusting. I'm surprised she put out the kazoo. Leave, it was, our, leave it was, our shit alone. It was the white women who really picked up on it. Because you really need to know the lyrics. Right. Because right. it's just it's just noise. <laughs> Right. You start listening to the lyrics like, hey, wait a minute, bitch. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do I need to start protesting while I make my sandwich? Wait a minute, bitch. I like my Negro nose with Jackson 5 nostrils. Everybody just got their shit to go. Like, I ain't staying. I ain't staying. There was one Kendrick acoustic cover that I found. It just ran across recently. I'm trying to find it. It was maybe the worst one I've ever seen. Is it bad like that? Well, there was one that we played once before. Yeah, that which was, was King Kunta. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, the one is that the one with the white dude? Oh, so, yeah. yeah, he's very white, and now he's monetized it because he's got wow, twenty-seven thousand views. Of course. Of yeah, course. this one was this one was the worst one for a while. Then I just ran across another one. This guy's got like production value too. Like, he's got oh, that's him. Oh, we oh, have shit. We saved this clip. <laughs> we play this clip. The party goes, "What's the him? Yes. What's the pig? Oh my god. <laughs> I don't want you monkey mouth motherfuckers Yes! What's the yes? Oh, Jesus. He's awful. Come on. Yes, he is. Yes. How many views is he have? 27,000. I feel like a thousand of those are from our fans. Bitch, <laughs> Is that a no, no, it's just got a little hat. What's the yell? Hey, hold on, wait, wait. Yell's on the power that beat. Yes! Oh my god. Yes! All off beating everything. Uh, how many how many thumbs up does he have? <laughs> All right. This is the ratio. He's got 366 up and 151 down. That's a bad ratio. That's bad. That's a really bad ratio. And then you can always tell because like the comments will be like, hey, man, why? Like, Who said you could do this? I, I think Roger played one. Then after that, the girl ended up taking him down. Like Some of them actually take yeah. him down once we play him because people will hit him up and be like, bitch, why you got this shit over here? Quit playing. Leave people alone. You ain't black. You know, some of them get some of them actually do it and they actually do like straight the lyrics so it's, yeah. they say nigger and everything and people be like wow oh, here's why they don't even say it right they say it with the er, with the ER this the is heart. back backseat freestyle oh he's, oh god this might be the one uh-oh hi my name is george narvez and this is my cover of backseat freestyle by kendrick lamar hi on, george. george that's a mistake
Oh, there's no way this is going to work. I just want to sound like Martin had a dream. Oh, we turned this to a country song. What's happening here? Martin had a dream. Martin. Right. <laughs> Kendrick have a dream. What's he talking about? Like Martin. Martin Brooks. Not <laughs> Brooks. Respect my mind or die for blood shower. I pray my dick get big as the Eiffel Tower so I can fuck the world for 72 hours. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, God damn. This is a multi-camera shoot. Yeah. This is a production. I start up that Maserati and vroom, vroom, I'm racing. I'm on pills in the lobby and I pray. Then I find her naked and I pray. You niggas is hating. Shoot us. Oh, yeah. Had to say it. Had to say it. God damn it. But you know, ours are better for, you know, for people to do like black Twitter yeah. When black Twitter remake white songs That shit be flames If you oh, have yeah, it and that. everything <laughs> I remade the Golden Girls theme Into a trap song do. That was dope You can't be earnest When you sing about your big dick Right <laughs> You can't ah, yeah. ah. this kind of music You, <laughs> you need can't that be saying that and, and, and stroking the guitar You need that drum beat Where are you going with this though Where, no where well. are you taking this to I think yeah. What are you doing with yeah. this Nobody's ever signed <laughs> he's, he's, he's taking this to Lululemon that's what he's taking where it. Are you, going? you know he's going to the roof of Potville. fucking <laughs> 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 like is it this guy has a lot of fucking covers. problems <laughs> all I need is fucking problems <laughs> <laughs> I love bad bitches <laughs> he's got bitch don't kill my vibe Oh. Of course oh, he does. No. This, one, this one is there's a guitar on the song. I so. know. My cover of "Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe" by Kendrick Lamar. Destroying black and, uh, music. It's pretty dope. Oh, okay. Is it dope? Is it? Oh, okay. It's pretty dope. No, you think it's, no, it's, dope? it's not dope. Who else is in the room? <laughs> it's not even the same song. The song has a guitar. Right. Keep the riff, man. <laughs> Sounds like a white gospel song now. Oh no. Lord forgive me things I don't understand. Like how to do an acoustic cover. Right. I don't understand how black people's music shouldn't be left alone. Lord forgive me. Yeah, he he sounds like he's gonna be like, I am an awesome God. I am an awesome God. He calls me friend. You are killing my vibe, though. <laughs> yes, you, you are. All the this is that scene in Dreamgirls where they took Thunder early song. Is that scene in Dreamgirls? The fucking uh, uh, five heartbeats. The five, the five <laughs> heartbeats. Don't cross over. Don't cross over to us. Cross over nothing but a goddamn double cross. Five heartbeats. They did the Dreamgirls. I think they did it in the Temptations movie. You want to buy me a Cadillac? A Cadillac car? What happened to just liking a song and knowing the words? Yeah. Singing it along in the car when you play it. Just try to do an actual cover of it. Yeah. I would even accept that if you earnestly tried to cover Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe. I think he was earnest. That's the problem. Oh, he's earnest. He's just tone deaf, is all. Yeah. 
Oh God! It'd the be ones that kill me are the ones that got something to do with right. Like the song can't be done unless, like King Kunta. Yeah, you have to yeah. be a black person to yeah. make that. You can't yeah. be. Yeah, fucking I think yeah. Doing you that. do one about don't touch my hair, uh, bitch. What are we talking about here? Yeah, that's yeah. the one she took down. She did salon. A white woman did salon. Just don't touch my hair. I think I saw that. And one. people protesting. Yeah, it was yeah. like get the fuck out of here. I put it on. I told the world. I snitched on this woman. So <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I I'm gonna use every uh, available viral. Uh, tactic I have to let the world know this woman is fucking up Solange's <laughs> album, and she took her shit down right away. It's like, good. don't touch my hair, right? White people don't have that problem. No problem. That's, that's not, not even a, your problem, though. That's not a thing. <laughs> but she sang it like she felt it. Yeah, like she had her eyes closed, her lip was <laughs> quivering when she sang. Like she was breathing some life into that song. <laughs> oh my god, that's not a thing. Oh, that's not, not a, a thing. That's not a, thing. not a thing. That black woman clapback is unfucking defeated. So I mean, she should have just said. Just saying, can I touch your hair? Right. Yeah. yeah. With the same right. feeling. Right. Can I touch your hair? I don't mean anything by it. I just want to know. I'm just very curious. Right. Let me just try it. It just looks so curly. <laughs> I'm sorry. Quisha. It's Quisha, right? Quisha. You use so. cocoa butter. I don't know. That? <laughs> How was the uh, the Negro Con? Ah, uh, okay. Give them a little background. The background you gave me a little quick one two okay. of why we're at this, why we're here, where we're at right now. Okay, so, we're about to we're about the dog uh, Awesome Con a little bit. People, yeah, just be ready. yes, yeah. we are. If you're fans awesome of Awesome Con. Fan. You're about yeah. to get yeah. the underbelly yeah. a little bit. Well, real quick, mm. what is Awesome Con? So Awesome Con is basically DC's version of Comic Con. Right. Okay. So New York has one. Well, a lot of places have one. Actually, yeah. So you wonder why this work, New York's Andy and I. Yeah. yeah. We're at the Javits Center. That's yeah. how far I don't think they did. I don't think that was Comic Con. It was something that was else. That part, yeah, man. they have a New York one too. They have yeah. a New York Comic Con type uh, yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, so for those of you that live here and you wonder why the fuck people are like walking around these colorful ass costumes, this is why they're going to your convention center. Cause you know, sometimes <laughs> they kind of get outside the radius and start traveling outside and people <laughs> yeah. go, like, What the fuck are you doing here? Why are you dressed up like like right. you know, like a Jedi? Yeah, right. you see like a Klingon at Burger King. Right. Yeah. Like, what's he doing here? Yeah. There's a con there's a con going on. Right. Yeah. But That's y'all have so much shit going in. If you're not into it, you won't even know yeah. what's happening. Yeah, because you never know. Any day you come in town, there's a protest. There's, yeah. uh, there's a street closing. Yeah. Pretty, especially on the weekends, it's right. always something. Well, Awesome Con is basically DC's version of Comic Con. Right. We uh, uh, went last year. We presented on a panel that, uh, forget the name of the panel, but we basically. Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Okay. So we just talked about like old mm-hmm. stuff that we grew up, nerd stuff. Yeah, and TV uh, shows, comic books, and things like that. It's us and uh, basically a panel of all black podcasters that we just, we're mm-hmm. friends. We know each other. We've been working together for years. And we're like, okay, you got this panel. Let's go there. We'll invite some people out. Um, you know, this is the first time Karen and I really got to do something live with an audience. Right. We had you guys on. Um, yeah, you, we were on yeah. the yeah. show last year. And right. then uh, so many people showed up. And we realized, like, we filled a room that was probably 200 people. Or yeah. Something, some, something crazy like that. Yeah. And and, but we thought maybe it was people who were attending the conference no. that just happened to see us and come mm-hmm. in. Like, oh, what is this panel about? No, the, the, and we were the last panel of the day. Right. But... Well, like I took a picture from the stage, and I'm like, wait a minute, this is this pretty is black. black. Yeah, this right. crowd is pretty black. Ninety-seven percent black. I don't know if this right. You know, and it, it was a few little. <laughs> I walked around little... here, but I didn't see ninety-seven percent black. We we might be pulling in, you know. So uh, 
when they introduced Karen and I, the crowd like really went crazy. And yeah, I was like, and we oh, really looked at each other like, oh my god, because the thing is, is that uh, Chris from Movie Trailer Reviews, um, he had done it like the previous two years before that, so they had been. And the first time they went. It was like a bunch of white people, you know, because there were people at the conference, yeah. and then a few people trucked in. And this was like the last year was like the second or third year doing it with us. And a lot of, and they were actually getting a lot of money from my fans because the tickets are $40. Yeah. So you had people that paid $40, didn't cover the floor, they didn't go see shit, they didn't go nowhere else. They paid the $40, went to our room, right. saw stayed us, for hour. stayed yeah. for 40 minutes an hour, right. got up, and then went to us. Went, we went to we, the... Well, we took pictures on the side first. Yeah, okay. And then we went to Penn Social. Social. Right. Yeah. Now, the other thing, too, though, is some of those people did do the floor yes and they, they did. did buy stuff and yes, they did they dress did. up so like it was a whole day for them mm-hmm. so uh the next year you would think obviously just, just this we year. brought in all this goddamn money uh we'll be back but uh we applied and we didn't get in which I, I thought was odd yeah the group uh, got very upset about that yeah well at first uh because chris is the one who does the application he didn't get in he was like oh it's all right we'll do it again next year or something i was like no, Mm-mm. fuck that. Right. We like we like this is now your third time. Our this would have been our, our second, second time. time. We provided the numbers. There's no financial argument. There's no one there gonna get in that room that's gonna fill it more than we did with the kind of money they need. Right. So at this point, it's just disrespectful. You know. Correct. Because yeah. the con all, is growing too. We all have uh, worked in, as podcasters long enough that. Uh, our names carry some weight. Yeah, they do. You know, like we're not dicks about it. No, but you know, if we were, if we were Chris Hardwick, they wouldn't be like. They probably reach out to Chris Hardwick. Yeah. Correct. They reach yeah, out yeah. to yeah, Kevin. That's the case kind of thing. It's right up his alley. Exactly. Right. So I was like, they, they're lucky to have us. So um, yeah. Chris was like, well, maybe we should just do our own thing. I was like, if you set it up, we will sell that shit out, and uh, we're gonna have a fucking good time. Yes, we are. And. uh he uh, set it up, uh, Chris uh, from Movie Trailer Reviews. He uh, got the venue, uh, another podcast we know, Brandon from Where's Look My 40, 40 Acres. acres. Uh, he also worked with the Get the Venue and stuff. Um, and we basically did our first ever live performance of all three of our shows, mm-hmm. which was Movie Trailer Reviews, Where's My 40 Acres, and The Blackout Tips. Yeah. And then afterwards, we did a little Q&A. But we did it at RFD. Um, we had 100 tickets. Um, we sold out in less than 48 sold, hours. Yeah. We and sold out in the thing is, hours, yeah. with the promotion, me and Roger did one show. Nobody else promoted on their platforms. Yeah. They didn't have so, time. They didn't have time. By so, the time their show so, was coming now, out, the shit, the ticket, like, the they ticket. lied. They were on the air like, man, you can get some tickets. Just go out there. I was like, they, they were gone. Don't tell that lie, Ricky yeah. Bobby. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I told you we going to sell these tickets out. Yeah. Because like, when he said 100, me and Roderick really looked at each other like, dog. Like, and, and, and it's not that we're... I guess trying to say that we're better, but we looked at each other like, man, you could do a hundred, like, like yeah, literally, yeah, yeah. like, like by ourselves, right. you know, because it's one of the things where we have a uh, we have a huge fan base, right. and they're willing to travel. Right. So I, but he wanted to be conservative, which I understand, because he was like, he didn't want to kind of first time, yeah, yeah, yeah. first time, you want to be conservative, kind of be smaller, more intimate, which it was, and it was one of the, one of the things where you know, less than forty eight hours, I think I had everything programmed to like hit at twelve o'clock. Roger and them was actually doing a nerd off. So while they were doing a nerd off, the, uh, six the nerd was, off is our spinoff show on our premium network. Yeah. 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 yeah, and so they would do the nerd off live. And what's funny was that I do the social media for us, and so 
I'm very social media savvy. So I pro I pre-programmed everything with the link and everything that, to kind of hit. Right. Everything yeah, yeah. hit at 12. And when everything hit at 12, I was like, this is going to set out no time. Because it hit people like, got one, got one, got one, yeah. got one. Got. Okay. Like, like people started at, like buying like so, Somebody in our Facebook group was like, yeah, I don't get paid yet. I'm just going to wait till next week. I said, like, yeah, it's going to be gone. You ain't going to get no <laughs> tickets, dog. I said, I don't think it's going to happen <laughs> the way you think no it's going to happen, bro. Yeah. They're going to be gone. But uh, yeah, man, we sold so it the, out. Was the room in that back room where you walked by the yeah. courtyard on your left and in that back room? Because we saw, we that, saw that. We saw it. more than 100. Yeah, we thought yeah. you could yeah. probably get 150 in there. Maybe See, the thing standing, is, they had... Uh, tables in there, mm-hmm. yeah, and then they also people were ordering food and drink because like that's basically how we got our money back, food right. and drinks and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so did you get a cut of the you got a cut of the food and drink? Yeah, yeah, and the door. Uh, well, the door is us. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, the door yeah. is all us okay. anyway. Yeah, uh, so that's you just deal. basically put a deposit down, mm-hmm. yeah. and then they and then um whatever people. Uh, drink and buy starts cutting into any money that you would owe them. Yeah. Um, and then once, then after that, it's all gravy. And uh, yeah, people were buying and eating food. Yeah, I mean, you know, they ran out of chicken. And, I, and I think, oh, they ran I out think, of chicken so quick. Yeah, because I don't. That is, that, all right. That's a typical. That's thing. a stereotype <laughs> it's, it's, that's it's, it's true. The draft house in Arlington, club. I remember when, when Eddie Griffin was there. Yeah. Chicken they ran out of chicken gone. wings. Yeah. And we were like, you guys should have known you got to order. Come on, man. Like, I don't want you to feel racist, but come on, man. It's Oh, Negro con. Right. Just come ask me. We'd right. have told and, you. It's and, in the title. Next week, next year, I will hit them up and be like, listen, I know you're going to think this is racist, <laughs> but, but you need yeah, to stock up good. on chicken. You ran out of chicken an hour into the goddamn event, and you know it's going to be nothing but black people in there. Right. Yeah. We were there for like four hours because right. the, the thing four is, wings. they under, feel like this is the first time. They didn't really know. Yeah. And what your fans are a reflection of you. Yeah. And the name of the show is The Blackout Who Tips. Right. So everybody was gonna get tipped from yeah, the bartender, like yeah, like yeah. like everybody's gonna get taken care of. That was not a problem. Right. Yep. And like within no time, we met all the goals. We exceeded all the goals that you know to to meet the quotas right. and everything else was, was was gravy. And it was one of these things where um, the fans actually had so much energy. Everybody was so excited to be there, mm-hmm. and it was the first time. Like, where's my 40 acres? This was their first time the whole crew had went live. Right. And this was the first time for us to do it. And it was actually the first time everybody had did, like, a live show that was their show. Because when we right. go to Awesome Con, you're talking about you're other on things. Else's panel. Right. right. You're talking about yeah, other things. Yeah. And it's not, like, your your particular right. show. And so I think uh, for all of us, it was an, an awesome experience. Yeah. I, I, I can truly say it was an experience that I won't forget. I think that the first time I liked the intimacy of it, yeah. like it, it needed the intimacy. And I can also say uh, for me personally, it was surreal, if that makes sense, yeah. because like you do your show, we have our segments, we do our thing, but it was nothing like, but like just the thing that got to me was that, you know, we play Sylvester, who you want to funk for yeah. uh, the yeah. gay news segment. Mm. And so we was able to do videos and audio and things like that. And so when he hit it, we initially didn't hear the start yeah, of the song. On the stage, because like first the sound, uh, we thought the sound dude left. But it was a black dude. <laughs> yeah. and, um, he was eating chicken. He was, right. Yeah, he had some chicken wings. His hands was full. But, oh, um, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, like the sound hack was kind of acting kind of funky for a second. And so I was like, well, I, you know, gut feeling like maybe we can just acapella this shit. We'll just right. have everybody sing it because uh, they listen yeah. to the show. That everybody probably sings it at home. 
But uh, right before I got ready to do that, the sound came back on, and it just came right on when Sylvester started singing. Right. And I'm listening. I'm like, yo, is the crowd singing this shit? And then then everybody starts singing it real loud, and Karen (laughs) and Justin up there, and they're singing it to the mic. And I actually just leaned back. Yeah. I just leaned back and was like, this is our people, man. This is our home. This is our feeling. It was was amazing, man. Yes. It was, I can't explain. It was overwhelming to look out in the crowd and see people singing. Cause you know, we, cause at the house it's just me and him. Right. Yeah. right. So yeah, yeah. We, we don't see people singing in their cars and mm-hmm. singing on the subway and right. singing. Like we don't see that, but it's something awesome looking out in the crowd and seeing the faces light up when they recognize the songs and it, and everybody singing in unison. I was like, wow. Yeah. And I, um, already like, cause, uh, we, j- we had like 40 minutes to do our whole show. So we, mm-hmm. It's like boom, 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 boom. But I already kind of, uh, when I planned out like the, what I was going to talk about when we first started the show, you know, we do like the random like, oh, we're in D.C., you know, this is what we're going through. In my mind, I had planned out like exactly what I was going to say, where the laughs were going to go, giving people time to react and stuff. And it was just, it was going like that, you know, yeah. which is weird because we, you know, we do the show yeah. and at home I'm not, you know, like I know like at home somebody's going to laugh at this, but it's not like they're there. Yeah. Right. So when it's there, it's like, I'm like, okay, that, all right, cool, they get yeah, it. it. Okay, they work. get that too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, they, yeah. okay, they get it all. Let's like, let's just fucking do the show. So we, right. we had a good time, man. We had a great time and I think that uh, you guys are comedians, so we're, we're not comedians. Yeah. Right. So, you know, for us, it's just a conversation. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. not like we set, plan, we're going to do boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. And the timing of the laugh and, and right. knowing that the joke is knowing that the laugh comes. And if the laugh doesn't come, knowing how right. to save it. Well, we right. had the yeah. opposite when we started doing the podcast because we we used to, you know, just sit in a room like, oh, we're just three guys hanging out. Right. Which a lot of times, if you're hanging out with your friends, there's a lot of downtime. There's a lot of like, yeah. yeah. Anyway, and then the TV's on, just kind of watch it for 10 minutes. <laughs> and someone says something, right. and you start talking again. <laughs> and we had to remind ourselves that the podcast is a performance. Is a performance. Exactly. It is. Also, it's not the same yeah. performance. No, it's not the same. Right. But you, you're performing. You can't just like be like, anyway, what, what else? And you yeah. want to be good no. every time you perform. Exactly. Yeah. So we had the other way. Like, we can't just, like, we can't ride the wave of an audience, right. like the energy that comes back to us. So we have to actually remind ourselves that we're not just hanging out right we're, we're performing for right. people and that yes. was kind of the balance of the live show was because when i every like when i first showed up the thing i was like oh did anybody going to the nigga museum and i knew everybody was gonna <laughs> laugh when i said that so i waited till he got done and i was just like i'm sorry hold up i mean the national museum <laughs> of african-american history and shit <laughs> <laughs> and, and like you know like both of them hit right away i was like okay they're they're ready to laugh they're yeah, prepared yeah. Right. like yeah. they're like well, they, they came they came they got their wings they right yeah, they yeah their, everybody they had been drinking drink. and having a good time and and i i, I think uh for me uh, because Chris was, we was like, what's the lineup? Because, you know, Chris kind of planned that part out. Yeah. And he was like, well, we're going first, you know, Phenom and Brandon and Flip before they going second. And he was like, y'all the headliners. I was like, okay. He was like, no, no, no. <laughs> they came, he was like, he was like, no, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, um, going to pretend like they're coming to see me. Right. You have the bigger <laughs> fan base. Yeah. But you know, that's, that's, that's interesting okay. though, because I think in a lot of places, ego would have got into it. Right. But that's our friend. Like, that's how you know they are friends yeah. as opposed it just some motherfuckers out here like you know I, it's to my time to shine like everybody had to go up there and do like 40 minutes right nobody was up there being like well I'm doing an hour and a half fuck these niggas it's my <laughs> well, turn the thing is that that 40 minutes is your time to shine right shine exactly. in that 40 minutes exactly. and yeah. that was that do was my thing if, even if someone came for us 
yeah. had to stay to the end to get us. Yeah. Right. So you got a chance to impress them with the first show and the second show right. get a fan because we're fans of them and right. we know that what they do is dope. Right. So now it's a bunch of other people that know right. that shit too. And that's like, to me, that's always been the spirit of what we do. Yeah. Like, we, you know, the the way uh, Chris Lambert told me about a podcast about three guys on when I was working right. at Cubicle and I was like, I'm going to listen to this, Chris. You know, you're a funny dude. I listen to you. Like, yeah. Listen to three guys on like these motherfuckers are hilarious, you know. Yes, and that's, how, that's how that's how we found you, right? Yeah, Chris. So, yeah, like, you guys should listen to listen to Monday Festival. So I'm like, yeah, I'm Chris was our first like uh, the like the first email we got saying I really like what you guys are doing. Yeah, was from Chris. I mean, we already knew him. We knew him from right. stand up, but that was like, oh, people are listening. Oh, okay. yeah. Like, yeah, you know, we don't get feedback necessarily that immediately. Right. And then Chris, and then Chris was our first guest. In like on the podcast, like sitting in with us, he sat. We were at Tim's place because that was when Tim was on. Right, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and we didn't really even have the apparatus. We didn't have enough chairs. Like Chris sat on the floor. Floor, yeah. <laughs> like, we, <were> just... <laughs> we never had a guest before. He just sat there. It was episode twelve of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, Aww. yeah. And, and and I think with us because what happened, we was going somewhere downtown and we got lost. So Roger had put you guys on. And I listen to a lot of different podcasts, and I'm I'm gonna tell you right now, my ta- I'm particular with my taste because I'm like, hey, you need to make me laugh, you need to catch my attention. If you don't, I'm gonna skip on because you know I'm a podcast listener. So, right, right. Yeah. for like, yeah, that's how I am now. Yeah, and, and and for people that produce, you also need to listen to listen to podcasts, right? Because yeah. if you just put out and you don't consume you yeah. really don't understand the audience yeah, it's like and, a, it's like uh, being a musician that doesn't listen to anyone else's any other music, music? Yeah, yeah. right like you got it like you got a comedian who doesn't listen to the comedian. right you need to absorb something just for the craft it's like work right. you, you don't know any right. accountants it's like i don't read that accountant shit dog i just freestyle <laughs> it every time <laughs> like, right. it, 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 it doesn't make any sense and i think for me when you put y'all on i was riding and just listening and listening i started laughing mm-hmm. i was like who and, 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 and now roger no if I ask him who this who is this, right. it's a hit. If I be like, I don't, I don't know, dog, because some stuff he probably be like, I don't, I don't like that. Right. That's yeah. how we felt. That's how I felt about you know when we first got. I think Chris and I were talking about it. How all the black podcasters kind of stick together, hang together, listen to each other, right? Try to we big up each other, and if we don't like somebody, right, we don't. Denigrate them or write them down. No, we right. all have the attitude of, well, I guess it's the same for me, right? right because because what it's what, just, it's what the same for me? Because what I realize about podcasting is that everything ain't anybody shit. Because there's some some people out there. I'm like, I don't find you funny. It's like comedians. I don't find you funny, right. but that's somebody else shit. I'm not yeah, gonna I'm, like I, I'm not gonna shoot it down because right. I see people hitting them. I love your show, and, right. and I'm like, yeah. you know, because my things like I don't want to. Shoot down anybody else's joy if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So I'm like, cool, that's for you. I just don't fuck with them, which is cool. Yeah, you know. But even as a branding situation, everybody shares fans. Yeah, they yeah. do. So like, there's always somebody on the sideline when you having beef with somebody going, "I wish these motherfuckers would get along because I like them both." Yeah. Right. You know, and I try to think, be cognizant of that, uh, the way I navigate the world because it's just like. Uh, everybody's connected to, on some level. Mm-hmm. So even when you at like, there's some people that are, are really fucked up, and you can, and like you would you would be betraying yourself to not admonish it or at least speak on it. But there's another level where it's just like, I'm gonna talk down to this person because we're in competition with this person, right? That, because they're not me or whatever. Yeah. 
And I try to avoid that shit, man. We have a lot of really good working relationships. We brought yeah, we a do. lot of good people together. And I think uh, last night was a, a testament uh, to the way uh, that we navigate what we do with integrity and uh, and compassion for each other and, and b- real bonds that we build with people as opposed to just looking at it like now, a business. There's something you guys can build for moving forward now. You've seen the power that you can generate. Right. You've seen the power that the... What can happen? There's no reason to not keep doing it. Right. Yeah. There's no reason to. This is this was done with with no real pushing. Right. No right. Of, this is gonna happen. Yeah. None of that. It just right. kind of grew in what, also like, it, a week, two week period. He had a Chris well, had, had a very a month. he had a he month, had a which month. is a month? very That's short period yeah. of time to get That's something nothing. this That's big no kind of wrapped up. Right. right. No no. Ad, we didn't even yeah. need anything. Mm-mm. That's and you had people who were already maybe coming to Awesome Con. Right. The there were some of the people. Because I, you know, low key, I was like, fuck Awesome Con. If people right. got to pick yeah, between yeah. us and them, hope they pick us. And, yeah. you know, p- some people that had done both events were like, yeah, man, I was at Awesome Con. They were talking about Negro Con. I was like, right. that's what I want. I want <laughs> right. them. Talk I want people it. at Awesome Con to be like, what the? what is Negro Con? What Talk is, about it. That's good. Where's everybody leaving? Where's everybody going? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Talk about it. That's good. That happens with comedy festivals occasionally. A lot mm. of comedy festivals will sort of ignore the local scene because they got to bring in out of town talent to mm. put their names on the posters. Okay. And then like, you know, usually year three or four of a comedy festival, the local scene just is no longer represented at all. Like, you know, oh. they use a lot of locals and they use less and they use less. Mm. And then you'll see these offshoot sort of pseudo festivals right. where the locals are just like, Hey, we're going to do, we're going to piggyback off the fact that there's a lot of people interested in comedy this week and just have our own show and call it the not not the festival festival right. or whatever right. uh, whatever they call it and draw away from it because it's like we're not being represented in the festival in the last three years we were so right. what happened why is that every but most comedy festivals I think year three is the one where they try to sort of get the big time industry yeah. right, right. And, and I think that's what happened with Awesome Comedy because awesome it was really small when it first know? started yeah I and, don't even know who they brought in to like who knew who's new this year yeah. you know I will. Like I said, once they said no, I was like, "Fuck them." Yeah, you know? yeah. I probably could have looked it up, but I I didn't even care. I'm yeah. like, they should have just said yes. I don't. I can't believe. Yeah, an hour you couldn't have given us an hour to right. do what we did last year. Yeah, we did four. Right. Yeah. And we were like the one of the last panels to to go on a Saturday night, and like it was just crazy. So, uh, what was the panel you were on in Miami with Combat Jack? And, okay. Uh, that was Revolt Con. Yeah. And okay. that was uh Attack of the Podcasters or something. Mm-hmm. And uh it was uh, you know, Puff Daddy puts on uh he has Revolt TV and he puts on this uh conference every year, music conference. Yeah. And it's mostly about people trying to get into the music, music. industry. Right. And, you know. Right. Uh well this, How y'all sneak into that. Well, last year was the first year that they had podcast and they reached out to us. A, a woman named uh I think it was Ebony Haley, maybe mm-hmm. or Actually, no, it was a dude. Yeah, he didn't was, even work there. But he was going to host the panel. He, um, But he ended up getting double booked and got a different gig. But he was just a, he's like, I've heard that your, your show, we want to get a different representation. We're going to have uh, Combat Jack. Yeah. We're going to have Tag Stone. We're going to have uh, DJ Effin. DJ Effin and Nori, Nori. from uh, the, the, you know, the Drink drunk. Champs. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we were like, uh, Huh, that's interesting that y'all are interested in us. So yeah, if y'all, you know, and they were treating us like with respect. Like it was right. It wasn't just it like wasn't no come bullshit. out. It was like, well, we're gonna fly, fly you out. out. We're gonna yeah. give you, uh, put you up for Rooms. how many days you want to be there? We're like three. They're like, all right, we're gonna put you up for three days at Eden Rock Hotel. That's where it's happening. Um, and uh, we're gonna give you VIP passes to everything and all this stuff. And um, 
Yeah, so uh, did you get a little swag bag of stuff. Uh, I don't think I don't feel like we did. Did we? No, we probably could have, but we didn't yeah. know we were supposed to oh, get our badges. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we because like this is the other thing. We not used to this nice shit. Okay? <laughs> so this happens a lot to us. When we do go somewhere where people start treating us good, we're always like, we supposed to put these this, these biscuits in your purse? What are we supposed to do? Right, because we didn't know how to act. And what was funny was that when we, because we, it was in Miami, Florida. So we got there and we landed. And I was like, well, we going to get an Uber? He was like, yeah. Next thing we know. A, drop, a white dude. A, a, a white dude held our name. He was like. He said Rod and Karen. We were like. Did, did we do I, know, I looked wrong? at him like, do you know somebody here? Right. I'm like, who was this? He was like, I'm your driver, Andrew, or whatever. It was funny because I, I think Revolt kind of got sued by the white people because it was like, it's reverse racism. But uh, we definitely was contributing to the reverse racism because we was like, man, we got a white driver. I got to take a picture of you, boy. Oh, oh, Look at this. Got our own slave, you know. Right. Like, we made all kinds. He seemed cool with it, but. Uh, he was. But yeah, man. So like, we had a driver, and then when we got there, we were supposed to hit them up and get VIP Be pass and everything. Yeah, we supposed to get badge. Is, I'm glad we didn't, cause we went out and saw the city instead. It was beautiful. But yeah. um, I feel like if we would have got the VIP passes, we would have tried to go to some of those events. And I don't, I'm not one. That's not my vibe. Like yeah. they they had a yacht party with like a fucking thousand people on this tiny yacht. Like, <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing <laughs> nowhere that. to stand, no. standing room only and shit. Yeah, we seen clips. I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> like it's some badass women down there, but I mean, I'm not down there for no for the women. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I'm like down here for like where, where the sushi at? You yeah. know, right. yeah. I mean, maybe maybe you do it for 20 minutes just to just to right. Be like, look at it. Look at it. Look at this. They had a, look, They look, did look, have look a right dinner. There. Look at, look at uh, it over there, and then you leave. Right, yeah. Like if yeah. we could do that in the lobby. Yeah, and you yeah. know, like, oh yeah. damn, look at what she got on, Karen. That's crazy. <laughs> right. you know, we, we, we people watched, and yeah. they did have a dinner. But me and Roger old, so when we did the flight, I was, and I was like, yeah, let's go to the dinner. Right. Roger laid down and woke up the next day. I was fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, okay, I had my cool. first time on a plane, first time traveling. So like I got, I was like, and I get overwhelmed by travel. Period. But. Yeah. It was just one of those things where I like laid down, like oh, I'm just gonna take a, cause I couldn't sleep, you know, I'd never been on playing for. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just gonna lay down, just set my alarm to wake me up at like eight. Man, I woke up. I was like, "Damn, it's the morning." Karen's outside looking at the sunrise. <laughs> it was beautiful. I did it every day. I was there. I would literally like go out because the rooms were beautiful. You had an ocean view where we were because they actually upgraded us. They told us well, we're going to upgrade you to an ocean view. Right. Yeah, y'all got upgraded. Yeah, and y'all, y'all didn't yeah. dance in the lobby of the hotel, did you? When they nah, nah, we wait till we got to the room. We wait till we got to the room. And it's funny though because when we get this stuff, because I'm ignorant to it, I don't know how the good lifestyle is. I was like. Oh, okay, okay, ocean view, okay. But no, it was literally you sitting there, you looking at the ocean. And it it was uh, beautiful. And they had like pool parties every night. Yeah, so I sit out there and I watch everybody party down below. I'm a people watcher. So I watch everybody party down below. And the thing is, it's funny because I don't know the etiquettes to rich people shit. So when me and Roger, I think the first night we had went uh, downstairs, they have like a... Uh, in uh, hotels in, in the, uh, the restaurant, the restaurant. Mm-hmm. we went downstairs and we were ordering shit and I just tried to get up and leave I said you know we got to sign the papers I was like well they gonna charge it to the room he's like but you still oh, need to sign the paperwork <laughs> I was like oh okay you didn't tell me you had to sign the papers I just thought charge to the room me charge to the room oh, right. he was like he was like no no baby they gonna know, how they gonna know which room right he had his plane <laughs> I don't know the rooms yeah, I was like oh, okay okay yeah, about to get us kicked out of eating yeah. 
Right. Yeah. Right. You're, half, you're halfway there. Right. <laughs> you are halfway yeah. there. You know, but the, um, the panel we had um, was basically us talking about podcasting. And it was, I'm glad we were there, honestly, because um, we were the only independent mm-hmm. podcasters. So yeah, everybody else was, was on there, the network. And they were being like, oh, you got to get 10 million downloads and then you can monetize. It's like, and then they, hmm. it, was, it was funny because it's like, uh, <laughs> if, you, if you know those personalities, you know, Nori, Taxstone, yeah. uh, Combat, Combat Jack, Jack, big personalities, yeah. all like New York personalities. Yeah. And so they're all like, yeah, you got to do this. You got to do it this way. And they get to me and they're like, so Rod, Karen, what do y'all think? And I'm like, yeah, you don't have to do any of that shit. <laughs> uh, you can you can monetize it with a thousand people. How many people you have that's willing to pay for something? Actually, yeah, because yeah. they, well, they, they, they do studios. We're like, yeah, we go to we we step ten feet into the other bedroom, y'all. We don't got yeah. no studio. Yeah, right. There's no sound tech guy. There's no boy guy. We do this all ourselves. That's right. the whole point of podcasting is it got cheap enough to do it at home and right. sound professional. Or, or like, in, in the case of Lambert, sometimes it's in your car. Yeah, right. With somebody. Yeah, because you can and, actually. Yeah, Mark Maron even though yeah. you know like when we got Q&A at the end like you could see the people gravitating to to us cause they yeah. were like well I, I know I'm not gonna get fucking uh, Puff Daddy on my on my show where I can get 10 million downloads my first episode so Rod and Karen how'd y'all do it and we're yeah. like yeah, this is how you build it up yeah. you gotta teach yourself this you gotta look into this website right. you gotta look at these programs and now have Patreon they now have this that mm-hmm. like they, they are now coming to you like they take a little money, they take a little money, yeah. but they they come into you now with the like with the with the already in place. Right. So you just had to do a little more research, you know, as opposed to this like, you know, I was an entertainment lawyer for ten years and then I started, you know, <laughs> I brought one. I called in some of my favors, you know, it's like yeah. that's that's one path, but it's a, it's yeah. gonna be harder yeah. for There's you to repeat way, that. And that's a tough path, but that's yeah. A, yeah. And it's it's not a it's not a path a lot of people even have the ability to follow. Anyway. Right. You can't say step one, go to law school. Nori was a, <laughs> like Nori was a rapper. Like, yeah. I remember growing up listening yeah. to Nori. Uh, which is awesome because he showed up drunk and talked. yes he did he he did a, he filibustered for like ten minutes straight and I was that was, was the so greatest funny. shit ever. I was just laughing like he showed up drunk like he had a whole entourage the champ is here everybody, everybody oh. like, they, they came in hey. yeah. I'm like is this Nori drunk <laughs> as fuck okay well go ahead brother you got the floor he was drunk uh, he. Uh, he didn't even know who me and Karen were at first. Like he's just like, and uh, what's 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 name? I don't mean to be disrespectful. Was like, uh, Ryder, <laughs> oh, we were fine Ryder with Karen. it. I was like, I wouldn't expect you to know who I am. Yeah, right. And then, but after the show, we saw we were going uh, back to the hotel room, and uh, we saw him later at night. I think we were going. No, we were going down to get something to eat. Mm-hmm. And he was walking around. He's like, Oh, Ryder, Karen, man. Hey, y'all need to hit us up. Get us on the show. I'm yeah. like, God damn. He I'm was talking to Nori. Right. He was real sweet. And I think the the coolest thing about that trip is that we we seen. Some Met a lot of famous people. Yeah, DMX in the elevator. Oh, DMX her. is she had hilarious. Uh, she had a beautiful spirit. He's uh, like your size, right? Yeah, he's yeah. so small. <laughs> and like he was there with some chick that was like uh, half his age, third his age, that was in there with him. And then he just like we're sitting there, and it's quiet as fuck in the elevator. And I, you know, I think like I don't know what Karen's thinking, but I'm thinking. Pretty sure that's DMX. Yeah, <laughs> I knew sure I didn't DMX. know until he started talking. I was like, and he just turned around. Boy. He was like, "Cause Karen, you know, Karen, she, she's like, uh, I'm country, uh, you know, first floor, sweetie, or whatever." And he was like, "Oh, you have beautiful energy. You can tell you got beautiful energy." Hey, yo, girl. Like it is DMX. It is. It was crazy. We saw Yara Shahidi from. 
uh, Blackish. Oh, she's beautiful. Um, yeah, she's the like the yeah. oldest daughter. Yeah, yeah, um, she can own a spinoff show. Yeah, man, it was man, it was crazy, but it, but they it, sent her off to college. Yeah, yeah, she getting like plane. her own like yeah, college. almost like different world, different world, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, which I hope that happens. I hope Blackish erases the Cosby Show so that. Niggas can stop acting like we only had one thing for our whole lives, so we got to. <laughs> we had a lot, we had a lot of stuff. We just don't. We don't claim. I don't know why we don't claim Martin everything in the lexicon of of uh, of black culture. We'll yeah. claim Cosby Show, right? We there's, don't really claim some Martin on, uh, or or even well, we I guess we kind of claim Living Color. Yeah, yeah, but they don't like they Cosby don't, Show. They don't claim it like the Cosby, <laughs> Cosby Show though. Eddie Murphy's talked about how no one sees Coming to America as a black movie. Mm. All black cast. So then when they it's do crazy. these things about how this is the highest grossing black movie, wait an exhale, and he's like, right. "Come to America made triple that right. ten yeah. years ago." Yeah, but no one, no one thought of it as or Boomerang. No one right. thought of it. It's all black cast. Right. And like for some reason, Eddie, it wasn't, it's Eddie. Yeah, yeah. it was he just seen as Eddie He's Murphy completely thing. crossed over. So yeah. it's not a black. That's how the Cosby Show Boomerang. was until he uh, got caught raping them people, and now he's back <laughs> to black. Right. That was crazy. Yeah, he's always he was like, I'm black now, y'all. You know, <laughs> hey. it's crazy. It's racism. It's surprising to show up with a bow tie on and. <laughs> he showed up blind. Yeah, apparently, so somebody didn't mean. And 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 I think uh, for us, we were used to it this time. But uh, the very first time after we did Ozacom, I think the pictures was a lot. Yeah, like, like, like that was overwhelming because, like, we didn't know that they were going to take pictures. Like, okay, we're going to get off stage. And the first person was like, hey, how you doing? Do you charge for pictures? And I looked at Roger. I was like, who told the fuck charge <laughs> right. for pictures? But I forgot we had a con. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and, and, and people do charge for pictures. Right. And we was like, no. And then they said, you know, it was literally a line behind them. And then it was the people was like, "Hey, y'all, we're closing down." So we went outside, and then once we went outside, it was like thirty minutes, and in front of us was like twenty five people, and all you've seen was this flash is going off in front of you. And that's kind of the deal that you that you make, yeah. To to do to do that, like that's the trade off of. But it's still unreal. Yeah, it didn't feel. It didn't feel like it when we were in the house, but like because it's like it's like we 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 just sit and we talk. Right. We'd had these conversations regardless. Like I guess I don't realize. I don't know if it sounds weird. I don't realize what we mean to the fans. Right. So to them, we are celebrities. To them. We're, right. we're larger than life, you know, but I don't feel like that, if that makes sense. Like, I can walk out my house and go to the grocery store, so I'm not famous. Right. Yeah, I mean, you, you know. know. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't still ha- feel like we talking to our friends, even the other podcasts on the stage. Correct. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, it's that honesty and transparency that, that, makes, that mm-hmm. makes it resonate with people. Like, they know we're not bullshitting. Like, right. we're at least being authentic, even when we're wrong. We're authentically wrong when we're when we when they agree with us. They know that it's not like I just gotta say this because I want to be popular. I gotta have a no. right opinion. Like they know we really believe those things, and I think that uh, you know there were people like men, black men, that were cry- driven to tears last night. And I was like, Aww. I mean, to me, I'm like, yeah. that's that's major. That's like I'm yeah. I'm proud, yes, to be a part of that. But it's also like never thought that would happen, right? right. You know what right. I mean? Like you you know like black men, you gotta have. Yeah. Got your shit on yeah. all the time, yeah, yeah. And to see people, you know, uh, my man, Mr. Span, had his 37th birthday last night, and his mom died when she was 37. Yeah. So like that moment happened while we're sitting at the, the table. table. I'm nursing a beer. I'm tired as fuck. 
And uh, you know, he let a couple lose, and I'm like, hey man, you know, we got you. Like, I'm yeah. made it. Yeah. Like this yeah. a this is a celebration, you know? Like yeah, it's like we have to hold on to our I was trying to explain to young comic Donnie Sunstack yesterday. He was hosting, hosting a show for us. He's a young white kid. Yeah. Who's with a stutter. Mm-hmm. He's hosting. He comes off stage and he goes, uh, he goes, uh, oh, that uh guy sitting up front uh just uh gave me a pound and told me I did I did well. I said, it's a black guy? <laughs> he, goes, he goes, yeah. I said, he was his girl, right? He goes, yeah. I said, he didn't laugh not once during your set, did he? No. I said, exactly. Now we got to hold on exactly. to our shit, Because we got to hold. I said, you don't ain't worked a lot of enough black rooms yet. You will. And yeah. you'll understand that when you're black, black men feel like this thing and you got to hold on to your cool. You right. can't let your cool go. I said, as a comic, you just you just got to call it. Come on, man. Look, right. uh, yeah. you can laugh in front of her. It's not. You can laugh right. in front of the world. It ain't going to, you know, after I'm, you get off, they give you that, oh, you, you a beast. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I was happy to be a part of uh, that, man, because. Yeah, uh, you know, we talk about breaking down those kind of walls and shit all the Correct. time. Yeah, um, and still, and we still had a good time. Like it wasn't like some like a funeral out there. It's just Mm-mm. people was driven like, yo, this this beautiful. People was calling it Wakanda. Like we, they yeah. played the Black Panther trailer <laughs> to start the thing. Yes, they did. You know, like, like people was just like, man, it's you know, so I'm beautiful. Watching Civil War right now. I was watching right. Civil yes. War last night yes. before I left. So I'm, I, I'm reading War. all of Black Panther. Yeah, kind of we were talking about that. I got up him, now. I got him, oh. yeah. in my dresser, and I was like, let me just go ahead and start reading. And, right. And I and I think for me, people realize that. Because I have a bubbly and, and just very positive mm-hmm. personality. Mm-hmm. And it comes out on the mic. And I think it shocks people when they see me in real life. And I'm I'm literally very bubbly. Yeah. And like I'm full of energy. Yeah. And, and you're two feet far tall. I know. I'm sure. <laughs> so I got, I got like all these pictures where everybody towers above me. Yeah. I'm used to it now. Yeah. I realize all the fans, no matter who you are, you're taller than me. I've just come to that conclusion. And I think that it it. I think for me, for women particularly, they come to me and it was like, you know, when you talk, you know, you just don't realize how how much you touch my life, how much you change my views. Even men have come to me, you know, saying that I look at my wife differently now. I'm, I'm, I kind of listen to her more. You know, I have a better understanding mm-hmm. of how she feels. And I think for me, that's that, that's when that's when you know what you do is real. Yeah, she got the the loudest chair tonight. Yes, uh, I, and, and <laughs> I think I still think it's unreal. That's the right. real. Man. I was like, she's the real the real women. MVP. Like she don't turn women. it on or off. She don't. She just shows up. You, they, you know, they, they stick with you. Yeah, you get the yeah. yeah the and they're trying to basically they're, they're trying to give some of that positivity back. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's, okay. Okay. Now that I understand. Okay, I'm with you now. That's how I had I, to start I, I guess I didn't it. understand. Yeah, you give it, it to me, someone. I want you to feel what you give to me. Yeah, a little bit. that's how I, I had to start to taking it too. I was like, you just gotta let uh, the universe like show that love back because we put a lot out. Yeah, we do. Sometimes we grind hard. We, right. you know, we yeah. try to be so like very considered. Like it's funny because. Um, there's all this like cynicism, like oh, politically correct, uh, social justice warrior, uh, you know, mm-hmm. all this shit. But it's like, so I'm being considerate of more than one my point of view when I mm-hmm. think about things and when I talk about shit. And uh, sometimes it does feel a little bit like, man, it's him and hollering a lot, or I got like I got to think about like, well, what about this issue? What about that issue? But to that's also why everybody in that room was so different. But so positive and coexisting in that room because we don't, 
get on the mic and then try to like play games and pit people against each other no. or be like, well, I want to make this commentary and be ignorant today. So fuck y'all niggas today, but come back tomorrow. We're going to yeah. act more sensible. Mm-mm. But I think all of that con- consideration for people, it yeah. showed up last night, like in the consideration people had for us yeah, um, too. Cause like uh, Karen gets energized by people. I do. And we, I get, we, I get drained by people. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like, so, like we're, we're completely, we're completely like last opposite. night we were at the bar and like people are leaving and Karen's like, Shutting the house down, like everybody, like I'm going, I'm going back to the hotel. I'm tired as fuck, and I'm like, I'm tired as fuck. And then Karen's over there, like talking to this person, talking to that person. And I'm like, and they're like, when you gonna, when you gonna leave? I was like, I, I don't know. Whenever she does, like, what you want me to say, bro? I'm like, I'm, you think I'm gonna go yank out it? We gotta go. Like, is this is it? Because because it, it was hilarious. Because we was there, and everybody, you know, everybody was around, and he was looking at me, saying, "Ready to go?" I was like, "Okay," but. He should have caught me like two minutes earlier because somebody was like, what you want to drink? I was like, I want a Moscow Mule. I was like, I'm a Moscow Mule coming, so you got to wait. I'm drinking my drink. <laughs> Meanwhile, I've been sipping on the one, the beer that this dude bought yeah, me the for one about beer. an hour because yeah. I was like, I'm so tired. Like, I, I don't know. I'll dehydrate if I drink this fucking beer. I will fall right. asleep on this table. Let's just like, we, you know, I had a, and I, plus that night, you know, like, because I don't ever want to be a downer. So like, I'm like gearing up. Like, I'm going to go out. I'm hugging yeah. everybody. I'm talking to, if you want to talk to yeah. me. People are pulling me to the side, like, "Hey, man, you know, this is what your show means," or, you know, uh, the, the, you know, what are you, what are you gonna do with this show, man? What are you, you know, what are your goals and shit yeah. like that? And I'm having these like conversations with Eric. People telling me about they, the girlfriends, right. the, the person that died, the right? Time they were in the hospital. So I'm having these conversations with people, and I want to be there for them. But then when it's time, like when we're done, and everybody's just like sitting around drinking and shit, I'm like, "All right, I'm ready." To fucking yeah. go home. Yeah, like, yeah, people, yeah. people really right. drain him, and like I say, and I guess that's how we balance each other out. Because I'm the complete opposite. Because we got to see a lot of people who we have literally been internet friends for years, like other podcasters. Only mm. time I see them is through Skype right. or, or through or through uh, Spreecast or whatever right. we use right. that time. Whatever. So Please. like Amber P, like. Yeah, I've known she, her forever. Uh, has a Black Sexy Geeky and Mental podcast right, and the uh, Black Chick Watching podcast. Right. So it was wonderful to see her. You know, we got. Well, to- see, here's the thing though. I talk to Amber about every day. It's like we DM back and forth pretty much every day. So like, I was super excited to, to like, oh, it's Amber. You know, like that. <laughs> you know, like I come in with my baby, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, like, what, like, that part was fine. But once we got to like the part where everybody was like, all right. It's time for us all to start going home. Like I'm going into like shutdown Down mode. Yeah, Karen's yeah. going into overtime. Yeah, she yeah, like yeah. she like Kevin. We gotta Durant. get it all in. Right. Yes. I <laughs> know that might sound silly, but that's how it is. It's one of these things where I I want to remember everything. I still want to take pictures with everybody. Right. And then we still have Wonga. He came last year. Man, that happened again. This year. Right. right. Happen and so again. Wonga- like I got to get every conversation, everything, and I and like I'm over there like. None of these conversations are all the same now. <laughs> <laughs> this dude told me about this thing five times. This, you know, this guy, they keep asking when we're leaving. I, you know, like, I'm just, like, I'm, I'm ready to go. We got it. And, uh, you know, somebody was like, that's how y'all work, though. Like, the yin and the yang. Like, uh like you need you need Karen's energy sometimes in those situations, and you still and like my level headedness sometimes, and and sometimes you have yeah, to flip right. it we, right. we based ba- on the situation. We we balance each other out because the thing that was funny was that Roger said he said go get me a drink. I said okay, so I right. got up and I went to go get him a drink. So I'm trying to get him a drink, 
And somebody said, well, what you want? I said, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a, a, a crown and coat. They was like, I got you. I said, okay. So I on my way to uh, taking the crown and coat, somebody was like, hey, I got something for you. And they said, I know I had a big black bottle. I don't know what it was. <laughs> and I took that to them. So I said, well, I want something to drink. So I went to the bar. We and, got hair care products, Right. And so, and so one dude was talking to me. And while we was talking, Mr. Span was there and Brandon was there. And he was like, what do you want to drink? So he bought us drinks. And so then I took them back and I set them down. And on my way back, I got like a hair care product. I got a bag full. Of, like so 30, every time I came 30, back, I was coming back with like shit. So 30 minutes, 30 <laughs> minutes later, I got my drink. Yes, so, 30 minutes long later. Long story short. And then, and then somebody was like, where's Karen? I was like, I don't know. She, she'll be back when she's I don't she's know. You want and and it wasn't on purpose. Right. Yeah. I clapped. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't on purpose. I didn't mean to be gone. And the thing is, I bought the drinks, set them down, and then it was other shit. So you I went, gotta learn I how sipped. to walk with a purpose. Mm. Okay. You got to learn that. She she like that stuff. I'm on a purpose. Right. She <laughs> like purpose. Yeah, I did have Susan with me. And she, life and she, right and she was my purpose. She walked and she was my bodyguard. She was kind of bogarting people. She was like, okay, we're gonna do something real quick. I know everybody gonna stop you. She was like, uh, 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 my linebacker kind of bumping everybody out to wait for me. With a purpose. Yeah. I'm going over here to get this. I'm gonna turn around and go back. Yeah. I'm gonna say hello as I'm walking by you. It's good time for the uh, the fake phone call too. Act like you're on the phone that's in a, a really line. heated conversation. <laughs> See, that's the thing. She liked that stuff. Don't listen to her. She liked that stuff. She'll stop and talk to a person on the side of the street if we. If I, I drive him fucking nuts. I'm like, not even gonna lie. Like we'll be at the grocery store or something, and you know that you know how most of us avoid that that person <laughs> that like oh, she's trying to make eye contact. I don't want to yeah. talk about this fucking magazine cover. Yeah. Just trying to buy whatever the fuck I need to get out. Karen's the person that's like, oh, I want to talk to them. I'm like, no, no, yeah. No, why? Right. Why? No, why? So, that's just her so personality. we can end up in a basement? No. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. I'm like, you can't talk to everybody, baby. You can't this has talk been such a nice conversation. Yeah, I know. Listen, can you smell this rag for me? Right. <laughs> right. Take right. a deep breath in this like, rag. Whatever life goes, she disappeared. But well, thank God we was in a situation where, you know, that's like everybody there is like trustworthy and fans and shit. So like. There, I'm just like, yeah, she's going to be gone talking to people for 20, 30 minutes, taking pictures and shit, and it's cool. But yeah, at the end, boy, whew, I was looking at that clock like, all right, so she turned around, I'm passed out. There's, just remember, I, yeah. I did try to say something. <laughs> yeah. I did try to want her. Seemed like it was a great event all around. Just so fun, man. So it much was, It was so much fun. I think next year we're going to do some other things and expand, and we all kind of do different things. I, You know, I think, because, you know, Phenom is music, and for some reason... Roderick is not a comedian, but he has a lot of comedian connections for whatever reason. A lot of comedians have a tendency to like him. So, you know, it's one of the things where we might spend it out where we have comedians. Because I, I, I told Chris, like, we know so many comedians. Yeah. We could do this, like, and make yeah. it really, really big. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. dope, man. I, I, I'm i honored by all the people that came out and stuff. So, mm-hmm. it was you know, and we got interviewed while we was there. We got interviewed, interviewed. by the undefeated. Yeah, uh, ESPN. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, they, they heard yes. about us at AwesomeCon. Just, just in the yeah, they said they were at AwesomeCon, <laughs> awesome and someone brought up NegroCon. They were like, "Well, what What's is that? NegroCon? What's that? You know, at? Undefeated is black people shit. Yeah. yeah. So they going on? Did y'all go in on uh, Fuckboy uh, Whitlock? Uh, we didn't. Well, they didn't interview us about it. I mean, we okay. have on the show before. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. But they didn't. They didn't inter- like what they came to interview us about was just awesome con and why we were uh, yeah, why, why we were, why we were doing Negro con instead yeah. of that. And uh, you know, they were and like they were uh, they didn't put mics on all of us. We signed releases. Everybody got like ten minutes to get interviewed. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, yeah, they they said that uh, they're gonna try to run that piece, which you know, like I said, it's 
just in the middle of this, which is like, what? Well, who wants to talk? To, of course, we want to talk, talk to them. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. go. You know, so it was beautiful, man. Was Whitlock, was Whitlock part of that? He started. That, it, was, his thing, right? that yeah, was his thing. Yeah, they it were like, be, "You got to go." And then right. before it even came out, he yeah. was gone. Yeah, I, right? you knew he couldn't. Black people mm-hmm. don't like him. Yeah, That's like you can't well, like, be like, the like, boss of all the like black, black shit. People. Exactly. <laughs> That's the problem. Right, and it's reciprocated. Yeah. So like, you can't like, how you gonna hire black people? You know, it's yeah. like this gonna sheriff. talk about real black shit, and you gonna be like, no, 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 no. You gotta make the white people feel good. They're gonna like, fuck you. Yeah, it's like yeah. putting uh, Sheriff Clark in charge of the NAACP. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, it's yeah, not yeah, gonna, gonna work, man. That's gonna go <laughs> right. So he, somebody had to go either because I want to say his first major hire was some old white dude. Mm-hmm. I was like, for the for your black, like you know, yeah. I don't think he uh, fit. You know, obviously didn't Is finish. Is Howard the, Bryant there now? I don't know. I know. I don't That's know. the thing. I'm like, what is? That would have been to me to be the first hire. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, because there's a lot of well-known black writers that like talked to us. It was like, I'm not going to work. Yeah, over I'm not going to work. I, with like him. that, like they didn't say publicly, but they were like, right, I'm never worked told, for him. Yeah, they like, they was, they was like, no, 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 no. Like, no. I'm never. They asked Whitlock. me, and they were willing to pay, so I'm not going. Right, Whitlock, yeah. they're running from. They don't yeah, they don't want to work with Whitlock. Well, yeah, he's like he's po- he poisons it. You can't yeah. have him around. Exactly. No, no, and he's poisonous to the black community. And he gonna edit your shit. I gotta submit my piece. Yeah. You. For, for you for you to chop yeah. up and water right. down. Well, what if you take out this part where you say the white people did the wrong thing and put <laughs> that black people deserve that treatment, <laughs> <laughs> or they shouldn't dwell on that treatment? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a pretty major edit, uh, Jason. That's pretty. Dwell on that. Can you just kind of like let's do a puff piece? <laughs> I want to say like one of the first things when Whitlock was there, he wanted to do a puff piece on Charles Barkley, and it was yeah, like a just... you know. Oh yeah, he's just a good old country boy. I was like, no, 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 no. Ain't been a country boy. Like, are you making this for black people to read or white people to read that hate black people? White people to read, right? So he just like his his take on LeBron James, yeah, which we've all lambasted. Yeah, the Emmett Till thing he talked about. Yeah, like it's it's just an inconvenience, is it? Right. Is it just an inconvenience? I got a nice house and a nice car. How could he be? How could racism ever affect me? Like, yeah. get the fuck out. Fuck out. Fuck boy. That's <laughs> the, I'm not black, I'm an OJ. Right. Yeah. right. Like, I'm yeah. above it, right? I beat yeah, it. Yeah, I beat it. Nah, yeah, you beat nah, it. Mm-mm. Ask Bill mm-mm. how fast it comes back at yeah. you. Life hits you pretty fucking fast in the face sometimes. I'm still yeah, waiting on uh, Jason Will like to get his and then come back, try to come back to blackness because... He seemed like the kind of dude that does shady shit on the low. So I'm yeah. assuming something going to happen one day. He's going to be like, well, this is how they do the black man. I'm like, nope, <laughs> nope, not you. <laughs> but you ain't, though. Hey, Remember? I don't care if they hung you a cross ain't. in your motherfucking yard, dog. You just going to have to take that. You guys weren't here when this uh, when the gunman started shooting. Nah, we, no. missed, we came in after came that. Like two days later, right? Yeah. yeah. That was Wednesday they started shooting? Wednesday was yeah, we got, we got hit Thursday. We got yeah. Thursday. Yeah, so it was the next day. Tuesday yeah. or Wednesday start shooting. I was telling you, that's five months, not even five months up the road from where I live. It's that's right. Del Rey is right down the street. Yeah, it's right down the street yeah. from me. You know, this is also the neighborhood that had the KKK signs up. Ah. You know, it's uh, it's white liberal. And it, the neighbor, that neighborhood is like a quiet. Yeah. Tree-lined streets. A lot of people out walking and jogging. It's not. It's not like a place where you would expect anything to happen. But just it's like you know, people go eat at a little cafe and go to sleep. Like right. there's nothing in Delray. It's, right. It's a nice, pleasant little area. Right. Mm. Right. So they go and they shoot that shit up. And uh, we had a discussion amongst ourselves last night. There's a, a comedian that we know who took offense that all of us. 
were the first thought? What was the first thought you had when you heard about the shooting? First thought. My first I thought was, like, was is not Maxine Waters. Uh, <laughs> uh, right, so uh, Kamala Harris, <laughs> and John I Lewis, like, and black? I turned right around and went back to sleep. Yeah, first thought for me was, uh, hope he's not black. First thought, the shooter mm, for the shooter. Second mm. thought, please don't be Muslim. Oh, oh yeah. Second thought, right. third thought, oh, Jesus, don't be Latino either. Right. <laughs> okay. Third thought. <laughs> At that point, I was like, okay, I got all, I got all the bases covered. I think. don't be a Democrat. Yeah, I think I got all I the bases covered. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got all the bases covered. I assumed um, militia-y type white guy. Right. That's what I. Assumed. Everybody probably. Yeah, did. but kind of I assumed they were white because they didn't say boy. the shooter was dead. Well, yeah. that and the fact that he had a rifle in the middle of the day. Yeah. Like, as soon as he said that, I was like, a rifle, yeah, th- eight yeah. in the morning with a rifle. And he asked them, like, asked is this the Republican <laughs> uh, baseball thing? <laughs> yeah. right. I was like, this is not black shit. Right. This is not I'm like, if that would have been a black dude You wouldn't even have been allowed to go on the ground. I'm like, can I see your ID? Yeah, a black yeah. dude with a gun talking about, is this a Republican? They were like, uh, actually, it's not. Yeah. And the police are on their way. They're on their way. Yeah, you, you know. fucking see. Stay the here people, for a second. I'll find out. Yeah, yeah. You wait, don't go anywhere. Just wait right there. People were upset that um, the how dare we wonder if, wonder if it's be pleased that it's a white person. Mm. I'm like, it's not. It's not. And that's the thing. It's is not that, that you that's, pleased. You're not pleased that it's a white person, right? You're because you relieved. It's not because not you dislike white people. Those are two right. different things. It's right. a safety issue. You know, right. Those are two different things. People with turbans get beat up after there's a Muslim attack. Right. They right. Get Correct. Attacked, right. Know? The obtuseness of that, of that sense, really fucking fires my yeah. fucking soul. Just how obtuse are you that you can't see that? Right. You can't. You can't make that connection. That. Right. Why would we all? Immediately hope that the person's not black and be better. Like, yeah, I'm glad. I am glad. I mean, it's white. the same reason that when Thank there's God a terrorist attack overseas, they always report two numbers, like the number of people that got fucked up, and then the number of Americans yeah. that got yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Like, this is how much you should care. You know, yeah. like, a thousand yeah. people got killed in Somalia. Two Americans. Like, oh, okay, just two. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. yeah, that's the same. Like it's the same idea. It's connection. So, right. and if it's a white guy that does it, there's no like crazy guy in his basement thinking i gotta retaliate against right. people of that group right so there are retaliation attacks of just random muslims who work at a gas station or whatever who had nothing to do with anything correct so the the retaliation factor only happens when the shooter is not a white guy or right. you know a, a white christian guy i guess right so right. that's the that's the safety issue it's it puts people in an unsafe situation if the shooter was black or brown or muslim and to say like, well, uh, if you're you're racist too, if you're hoping he's white, that's not right. that's not why people are hoping he's white. You know, white. you're relieved, yeah. right? He's not. Also, I mean, black. more importantly, I don't have to care. Yeah, like that's the other thing. Like, I think too many times, like uh, especially people on the left, they get caught up trying to be Batman. Like, I gotta be right. <laughs> like, nah, man, I don't gotta care. You know, right. like these yeah. motherfuckers didn't care uh, all this time. I, I'm not. I'm driving myself crazy trying to always be on the moral right side of some shit. Right. Like, yeah. Well, you know, like I saw people coming out. We're all Republicans today. The fuck we are? No, right. No, the fuck we ain't, dog. Like, Mm-mm. you speak for yourself, dog. Um, I ain't vote my insurance away 53%. When, when that GOP yeah. um, office burned down in North Carolina, and I mean, one of the most gerrymandered fucking uh, voter restricted states uh, in 2016. 
And Democrats are raising money, money to get it built. I was, and I was like, like, what, what, the what are you fuck? doing? Take the win. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, this is LeBron tear, tearing his ACL, dog. Just take the fucking win and don't say shit. Don't help him at all. But no, because be right. if, if it was reversed, they wouldn't have raised a dime. Right. Oh, it's, like, no. it's like when Spider Man fucking saves Hobgoblin from the Green Goblin because I don't want nobody to die. It's like, no, man, take. That's not you. You didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. yeah Let yeah. him <laughs> fuck that dude up. Then you come in and beat the last dude up. That's what you're supposed to do. And that's how it always feels the GLP shit. Cause like, like I said, I saw it wasn't nobody black and no Democrat. I was like, oh, I'm Republicans good. got shot today. Uh, yeah. Good night. Yeah. You know? I don't even think I've looked in details other than that. Like I, I've seen nah. tweet. I've only seen nut, tweet, tweets. Tweets about it. He's a nut job Bernie guy, which means he's not really uh, a Democrat. Right. Yeah. A, yeah. But even a, that, uh, let's to me, burn it all down, guy. To yeah. me, it's like he's 66 year old white dude. Mm. So you can't blame rap lyrics. Right. You can't blame rock lyrics. Mm-hmm. You can't blame video games. Mm-hmm. So you can say, well, he's Bernie guy. Mm-hmm. Well, there's nothing. Me- there's no messaging from Bernie that suggests no. he's doing he that either. Kill somebody, yeah. So it's, it's, it's people like, well, who's he a fan of? That's their, right. It's their fault. Well, yeah. that's not really. He's just a... Yeah. He's an angry dude. Apparently, he who has a history of beating on women and yeah. the usual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the usual. He ranted about see, Trump a lot. That the is the common denominator they don't talk about. Right. Oh, yes. Almost yeah. every single one of these motherfucking mm-hmm. spree shooter dudes yeah. have either killed or hurt some woman in the past. That's why I said yes, the usual. Sir. You know, the usual. like that shit is the common denominator. In all this shit. Not to mention, most of these shootings are actually over a woman. I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry, baby. So yeah. you get you end up with that shit where it's like uh, we. It's the. It's like it's so common we don't have to talk about it. Where people yeah. are just like. Right. Uh, he killed his wife before he left the house. She's like, God damn, what they got to do with Bernie? <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Nothing. Well, that's the thing of like, you know, and, and he's running around with an AR-15. Mm-hmm. You know, the A in AR stands for assault. Right. <laughs> right? That's, he's not, he didn't, he had a, here's a, Here's where he went, I guess, wrong in his, uh, for his plans. He bought a cheaper, it wasn't an AR-15 because those are expensive. Yeah. He had he money a, issues. He bought a knockoff. He bought mm-hmm. a cheap gun yeah. that's a lot less accurate. Yeah. And he's also probably not a real gun guy. The, the, he mm. they. Cops are called to his house in Ohio, or wherever it was, Illinois, because mm-hmm. he was shooting guns out back, and later like you can't shoot here, but he had all the permits, so they were like, "All right, uh, can't shoot here." He goes, "Oh, my bad," mm-hmm. but he might have been practicing. But he seems like he bought a, an inaccurate uh, AR-15 is much more accurate. Mm-hmm. He would have probably done more damage with it. So he bought like a cheaper gun and just thought, oh, "I'm gonna go shoot," and he didn't really know how to shoot. So luckily so he's, he's for him, not a member yeah. of the one percent, and uh, yeah, couldn't right, nor the NRA, right? Yeah. Apparently, so he's shooting shit up. You know, and then this the cat that he shot, uh, Scalise. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, Scalise. Yeah. Scalise, Scalise. It's close to Scalia. Yeah, Scalise. He's like, well, he's Steve really Scalise. hurt. He's really hurt. I'm like, yes, because it's because an assault rifle. Right. Shot the him bullet in the hip. really does damage. Yeah, right. It's designed to, to do that. Yeah. I saw Ted Nugent being like, we need to tone down the hateful That's rhetoric. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you mm-hmm. all these years, bitch ass. Right. You've been the leading one of the leading hateful rhetoric voices. Right. You want Obama to suck on your gun? You talk yeah. about threatening Hillary. You said if Obama won a second term, you were gonna go to jail for some reason. Right. Yeah. And now it's like, whoa, 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 they shooting yeah. us? Yeah. Calm down, everybody. Well, Rand Paul was like, <laughs> Well, sometimes put that tweet up, you gotta have a second amendment. Yeah, if if government's not working for you, you have a second amendment solution. To shoot them. Right. Like, yeah, well, that's kind of what he was thinking, brother, right. when he started shooting at you. Right. Correct. Now yeah. But what he, yeah. his tweet was when the, you have to be able to shoot at the government when they become tyrannical. Well, who decides what tyrannical, tyrannical is? is. Right. Who defines that? So those guys on the right who do that, like we got to have guns to push back against mm-hmm. the government. Well, you're not the only ones who can decide the yeah. government's turn. This guy decided that. He right. decided you're also not the only ones the who can get a gun. 
Right. Correct. Right. <laughs> I watched uh, Netflix has these documentaries, and they had one about the Oklahoma City bombing. Yeah, I've oh, heard about crazy. this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's good. I want to watch that, and I want to. I mean, I watched that, but I want to watch Ruby Ridge next. But um, it was interesting because so much of the uh, people, Waco, Ruby Ridge, um, all this stuff. Was people being like the government's tyrannical? They're taking our taxes. We we need to form a militia. We need to you know live live off the land and all this shit. Uh-huh. But then there's always this undercurrent current too of white supremacy. Where oh it's like, yeah, yeah. Also, we don't want any black or brown people around. Right. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the government sucks. Um, yeah. So there's Good. always that. You shit want your woman too. have a job? No, 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 no. She no, no, stay no, no. home. Nope, nope. Stay home. Get pregnant. <laughs> and fact, your wife's my wife now. <laughs> yeah. Some people <laughs> that militia are just like, I'm just here for the racism. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's really my main issue. Why do we got to fight the ATF? I don't understand. <laughs> right. I thought we were just keeping black people out. What are these guns for, really? I just came here to make the hoods. That's all I'm selling. Right. So, yeah. But, yeah, even in that Oklahoma City bomb and shit, like, uh, that dude was a like a low-key a white supremacist. Mm-hmm. I remember that happening when I was younger, and I wasn't too young to not know. The news just really didn't talk about that element of it that much. Right. Yeah. It was always like, oh, he's a crazy conspiracy theorist. Uh, and I'm like, what, what what like what would drive somebody and all to of that his conspiracies shit? involve involve black people right. taking something he was from, kicked out the military for some yeah. racist shit <laughs> yeah. like why is this not coming up a little yeah. bit more and then yeah. uh by the time he was you know death row doing interviews he's like no race has nothing to do with it and i'm like y'all don't want to ask that again <laughs> <laughs> you don't follow that question up a little bit man y'all just don't care nope Okay, Tim. Okay, right. I think we gotta take him as words, guys. <laughs> so yeah, man. We it was uh, but yeah, that that mentality or whatever is like a white mentality anyway. You know that idea of like I'm gonna go shoot some congressman because I don't want to pay taxes or because yeah. Bernie didn't win, yeah, or whatever. Like black people don't shoot shit up because like they break. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, they get like, to the like, point. Yeah, what was they, that? Remember Malvo and um, yeah, Lee, that, Lee, boy, the hand was yeah. here when that was yeah, going them, on. like them motherfuckers just. We're like, we just shooting everybody. Like, yeah. why? Yeah. Uh, say it walks like a duck. Um, <laughs> yeah. In the, in the, on the, because uh, news today's conference. the day. Well, the plan, yeah. <laughs> that was such a weird plan that the, the sniper had. He wanted to shoot his ex, mm-hmm. but he wanted to make it look like it was a serial killer. Right. So he's like, let me shoot all these other people, then I'll just include her in the. Right. So let me shoot 10, 15 people. Because I want one person to die. It didn't. It's right. It's just crazy plan. It doesn't right. make any sense. He snapped. Yeah. And then he convinced this kid to go with him, which again is some crazy shit to do. Right. Put a hole in the back of a car. Like that's not. That's not the same thing. That's just right. a guy snaps and winds up getting away with it like eight times before right. he gets caught. Basically. And that's and it's like, so like that dude went, like he just went crazy. But like when the white people go crazy in these things, it's always like, and I, my plan is the government will have a race war. Yeah, yeah. that will start. Yeah, that will. You like and this will start the race. That won't war. happen. Right. Yeah. Like you just gonna blow up a building and kill a bunch of kids, man. Nothing else is gonna happen. Yeah, Everybody's gonna go. That dude was no, fucking but crazy. this will start. Well, it fucking Charleston Church, the church, South yep. Carolina. Well, this is go down here and we'll start there. This will start the race war. Right, and mm-hmm. they should be killed. Helter yeah. Skelter. That that yeah. shit was. Like, oh, we, we just we ain't gonna talk about racism. We're gonna start a race war. It's like. None of that shit's gonna start a race war. Right. None of that shit is. But they the only motherfuckers that believe it's coming, man. Right. Yeah. So we just we ain't gonna talk about that. Though. And we're right. not gonna talk about it. Right. And we ain't gonna talk that's about it. That's nothing. We just we're not gonna talk about it. Like we're that's the only thing I was surprised this time was that dude was a. I mean, 
you can technically be a big Bernie person and still be racist, but I'm just saying I, I was kind of surprised that like nothing, no, there was no white supremacist, mm-hmm. no mili- militia streak, no, yeah, like it was. He was like kind of a little bit different than the than the other ones, yeah. but same same shit. Thought he was gonna change the world because he shot a couple people, right? He gonna do shit, man, right, right. And then uh, dealing with that, and then we find out about Philando, right? That dude, that dude gets yeah. off. Then we find out about Cosby. Mm-hmm. He gets off. Like all this shit is just like, just like cascading, just yeah. like yeah. cascading, cascading. I kind of, I periodically see it because, like I said, one thing about when we do this traveling, I kind of check out of social media, like because mm-hmm. I'm like, look, I I gotta get my mind right. We we're we're traveling and stuff like that. Yeah. So I kind of see it. I'm like, so I know, but I'm not mm-hmm. in the know like I am. When we normally at home. So it's one of those things where you go, oh, okay. And I'm surprised that it was hung jury, right, Miss Trail? Well, which no, one? Which Bill one? Cosby. Cosby was Bill a Cosby was Bill a Cosby hung jury, jury that Philan- ended in the mistrial. Yeah. Philando just. Uh, oh, they just they, they just, 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 just like you didn't you not guilty right? Yeah. Okay. Just found him not guilty. Yeah. You know the Philando shit uh, was interesting because uh, I saw exasperation more this time. Yeah. Like sometimes you see like this really passionate like outpouring of people being like, "Man, what the fuck?" and long ass like Facebook post and right. you right. know people being like, "Man, white people we need y'all to wake up and fucking help us and shit." And then like this time it's just a whole lot of like, oh, "I mean, that's what they do." Uh, y'all wonder why we scared. Like it was more yeah. like yeah. resigned to the fact that this shit keeps happening and I think a big change for that is this happened under Trump. Right. So before, even when, even like the really, really woke black people that don't fuck with Obama and shit, I think there was a lot of, whether they knew it or not, there was like a hope. Like yeah. there was a, there was an underlying, yeah, like, there was also a push. justice department. That right. Was you had Eric Holder, you had yeah. uh, Loretta Lynch, but you, it felt like you can push the ball forward a little bit. And now I feel like, Everybody's like, yeah. So getting mad this time, the, ain't gonna do nothing. The president's yeah. not gonna give a speech. It's PTSD. Or the police uh, at this point are about to be uh, able to just like fuck you up at will, right? No oversight at all. You know, sessions ain't ain't yeah. about that uh, justice life. So yeah. it felt like people people were deflated more this time. Yeah, it's PTSD, man, and it's it's uh it's every every day. There's something to remind you, something to remind you, something to remind you. I was uh, I took the baby to soccer practice Friday after I found this out, and uh, one I didn't have. Uh, I sat in my car, and the other parents sat overneath the trees. One I had my car. I didn't have my. I didn't have our fold-out seats. Keep them in my wife's car. I didn't have the fold-out seats. But two, I don't want to sit by a bunch of white folks. Come on. Right. It just it be like that sometimes. But you be like, I, I just, I just don't have the energy. Shitty to right. say that, and people are like, oh, you're a racist. It's right. shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're the real racist. I don't want to sit by a bunch of a bunch of white men that I halfway know. Right. right. This obli- might be oblivious to this whole thing well, happening. They know might. They, yeah. First of all, they are. Right. Secondly, it's going to be that they're. Well, while it's sad. That they're, but it, I mean, it's he must have done something wrong. Right, they're, all, the, they're all liberals. The thing they're all with, liberally white people. I don't want to deal with it. There's this notion of anytime these things happen, the victim has to be perfect. Right. So Eric Garner was selling cigarettes, or right. that guy in Walmart had a toy gun and it looked real. And, right. And you know, uh, Tamir Rice had a he had a toy gun too. And so, and the guy who got shot in Oklahoma, like the pa- was a pastor. It was PCP in the system. So. Right. And so Philando Castile was like, 
almost a perfect victim because he was a right. legal gun owner. He said, I have a gun. There's dash cam footage of it. They've played it at the trial. Uh, did everything you're supposed to do. Good in the community. Marijuana in the system, right. almost perfect, but not quite the perfect victim. I've so, been pulled over like 47 yeah. times. Mm-hmm. Never, no incidents or anything, but just profound. Yeah, but you can't, it's, it's harder to say, well, he shouldn't have done right. fill in the blank. His dad didn't have a criminal record that they pulled up. And so it's like, well, how perfect does the victim have to be before people get convicted? There so there was, there was there a kid in Texas who, 15 years old, got shot when the cops said he was back in the car tortoise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and saw then they that. said, actually, he wasn't. And then they shot into a car with you know a bunch of kids. And right. this 15 year old in the passenger seat got shot in the head like three months ago. Mm-hmm. So when that comes to trial, that, that kid's got to be the perfect victim. Right. right? So then Won't what be. will happen there? And he was a he kid that was leaving a party because it was getting too rowdy. Yeah. Which like, is what you're supposed to every, do. Yeah. Every <laughs> parent has to told their kids. Cops yeah. show up. They stand on the lawn. Right. People scatter like roaches. Yeah. That's, and that's, <laughs> that's the other thing, too. And then like, they draw their guns. Yeah. yeah. The <laughs> other thing, um, underlying all the like respectability politics, you know, because a lot of people push back against that. Like, it doesn't matter if he was perfect or not. Yeah. But deep down, the way we talk about it, people still believe in it. Right. Because yeah. they still got more hurt over this than some of the other ones because it's like, yeah. But he was perfect. He was what yeah. everyone claims yeah. they believe in. Now, I don't believe in that. But enough people around me have have talked, you know, just drummed it into the world. Like, you gotta be, you gotta help your community. You right. gotta do this. You're a registered gun owner, and uh, even with all that shit, he's still not guilty. I don't know what. Uh, like sometimes I feel like if Dylan Roof had a badge, he'd be free right he now. He would, because it's just I like what? That. What does it take? To There's be nothing. like, well, that dude's a fucking murderer. But that's the the law says. If the cop says I'm afraid, the jury's hands are tied. Right. They literally, right. unless they want a jury nullification, which that can't. That's the last line of defense. You can't right. have a system based on that. Right. So they literally have to say, well, the cop said I'm afraid, so we can't do anything yeah, about this. I'm and a, then the, the NRA afraid. is split on like coming out and releasing a statement in support of Philando Castile, who's obviously a, mm-hmm. yeah. which is surprising because I didn't think anyone in the NRA wasn't racist. Like, <laughs> well, this is the thing. I'm like, they, what? There was a couple they, that that thought it was a miscarriage. What? What a split? Probably like three. Yeah, three, three out of three. three out of how many? I mean, I mean, thousands. But did you think there were any that was? <laughs> yeah, what, I thought if so, I went in the room for I don't even know people. if I believe that there's any. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I need names. I, I don't I even know. Yeah, tell me who these right. people are and why haven't they spoke up? Right. <laughs> well, they're like those militia people. I'm just here for the gun rights part. Yeah, I didn't know we were gonna be racist. Yeah, I'm just here to bust a cap. That's you know why I came. But you have this you have this this context that they create where they say if you're afraid for your life, deadly force is allowed. Right. Right. And, you know, unless it's something completely unreasonable, but what does that even mean? Right. But then cops say all the time, this is kind of a mantra. We applaud them for saying this. I just want to get home to my family every night. That's my goal. Which suggests that there's a permanent fear for your life. Right. Because every time you go out, you just want to get home. So they they create a context where fear for your life means you can do whatever you want. And then they say, Yeah, I'm always afraid. Right. So oh, and we romanticize the fuck out of cops like every yeah. other TV shows about cops and how hard it is to be a cop yep. even when the cop is dirty we're supposed to still be on the cop side and shit yeah. like we, we we treat them like knights or some shit um, yeah there's this article I just pulled it up from February mm-hmm. someone reposted it This the cop who shot Flando Castile went to one of these killology seminars these cops they put on these seminars on wanting to use more force there's a documentary about it mm. This guy says, a few months ago, I posted a review of the harrowing documentary, Do Not Resist, which I haven't watched, but it includes a scene from a class of, with Dave Grossman, whose classes on policing and the use of force have become hugely popular in the law enforcement community. 
This is from his review. Fittingly, the most chilling scene in the movie doesn't take place on a city street or at a protest or during a drug raid. It takes place in a conference room. It's from a police training conference with Dave Grossman, one of the most prolific police trainers in the country. Grossman's classes teach officers to be less hesitant to use lethal force, urge them to be willing to do it more quickly, and teach them how to adopt a mentality of a warrior. Uh, Geronimo Yanez, the Minnesota police officer who shot and killed Flano Castile in July, had attended one of the Grossman's classes called the Bulletproof Warrior, which is taught by Grossman's partner. In the class, Grossman at one point tells his students that the sex they have after they kill another human being will be the best sex of their lives. Which wow. is like, I gotta fuck better, so right. you gotta, yeah, die. You gotta like, die. Why would that motivate anyone? But the room chuckles, but he's clearly serious. Both partners are very invested in some very intense sex, he says. Mm. There's not a whole lot of perks that come with this job. You find one really and enjoy it. Killing. Grossman closes the class with a literal chest-pounding motivational speech. The climax is with Grossman telling the officers to find an overpass overlooking the city they serve. He urges them to look down on their city and know that they've made the world a better place. He then urges them to grip the overpass railing, lean forward, and, quote, let your cape blow in the wind. The room gives him a standing ovation. What the fuck? And this guy's all about, like... Like gangs are coming to kill everyone. Like he, like he right. just traffics in fear. He says all this shit, and his classes are getting more and more popular. Cops take them in their free time. The department doesn't necessarily sponsor it. And then, like the worst part of the whole sorted cycle is after the cop gets off, they always fire him because right. they yeah. they know he, he fucked, fucked up. up. Yeah. Like there's like they know he was guilty. But he'll get hired to get a Yeah, somewhere else. Yeah, it won't be there, but they all it's always the last part of right. sometimes it'll take a year. Sometimes yeah. it'll take 2 years. Sometimes it's right after the trial the verdict. Right. But they always like we got to wash fired. our hands. Yeah. of this we shit. We got to be done with you. Right. With you. Thing is that I noticed on my wall um I've started making my post public again. Mm. And I noticed that people were yeah, having better. They, yeah. they, they can't. People can't share it now unless it's public. Yeah, There's I had this, to make mine private that. too because uh, yeah. for yeah, a while uh, I got money. kicked off like twice. Yeah, for talking about white people and shit. Yeah, yeah. Someone reported you, right? Yeah. yeah. One of them was just me being like, "Yo, man, um, what was it? It was a joke about comedians. It was something like, uh, oh, Bill Maher. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like it was like with like regular people don't get to be able to be like I'm offended by Bill Maher but at the same time comedians get to call people unfunny all the time or something like <laughs> it was like it was like I yeah, can't be they, offended by him saying nigger but uh, as yeah. a comedian I can but you can't right yeah, right yeah, and, and just cause off. I had nigger yeah. in there I got yeah. kicked out of the motherfucking yeah oh right so yeah, yeah I've had to do private before I went to I went ahead and went public I said okay let I, I said, let people see it. The right. public wants to see it. That's fine. I may or may not engage with you. I might block you. Right. I, I don't know. So now this this long discussion is going on about Philando, and um, this is never going to change because there's too much of a divide between white America and black America. It's mm-hmm. not going to change. There is no changing this. It's they don't not, think it can happen to it's them, not going and to it stop. really can't for the most part. I don't even think it's that. It's 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 they are so conditioned to believe the police. They 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 cannot believe that the police are are just killing people out of fear. And even if they are killing people out of mm-hmm. fear, it's justified because they fear us too. It's a hard See, job. Right. And See what yeah. I think is they fear us too. So it's not it's never going to change. I think it's too much they of, don't think. Too much of a goal. I don't I don't even think that they believe that shit. I think they just know that they're not in the crosshairs. They just don't think it can happen to them. Every fucking TV show is about some dirty ass cop. Every goddamn show. Yeah, that's true. Like yeah. we really like. Uh, 
fucking training day. The Shield got like six right. seasons. Like all the time we're like, sometimes cops got to cut corners. Oh, that guy. <laughs> the Wire. Motherfuckers watch The Wire for six right. seasons. Yeah. And how they police these black people. The greatest show on TV. Some nigga gets shot in real life right. and they're like, cops are never wrong. Okay. Right. Just because he shot that kid in the first season called him a nigger. That is different. Right. That was TV. And it's like, yeah, it's too no, much, it, it can't yeah. happen to you so you don't have to consider it's it. It's too right. much and, of a golf between And us. also I think too is that for a lot of white people that actually see it's wrong mm-hmm. and they acknowledge that it's not right. Mm-hmm. They're very silent. Like it, it's like if I'm in whiteness and I talk about the injustice of something that's not white, right. whiteness turns against me now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Quickly. just like everything cost. else, you lose social circles. Right. You, you know, all of a sudden people are not calling you. They're not contacting you. All of a sudden connections fall out. People mm-hmm. lose your email. They, you, yeah. you know, and so I've kind of seen white people that are very vocal. Uh, you know, it's like you're almost punished for speaking out. Mm-hmm. So a lot mm-hmm. of them, they're conditioned to go, well, I don't want to lose my social status or whatever yeah. it is. So I will just be quiet, even though deep inside, they know that it's yeah. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. How, want, many, yeah. how many Tim Wises are there? Yeah. How many Michael Wood Juniors? And look at how white people feel about them. Right. Like, they might feel better about them than, say, uh, some uh, if it was a black sister soldier. Like, if sister soldier said the same shit, they'd be yeah. like, man, I really don't want to hear from her. Yeah. But th- it's just a little bit better. It's just yeah. like, okay, he might get, like, an extra hundred people in the room. Yeah. Because they don't want to hear. It's just you don't want to hear that shit. And white people are socialized to be conservative. Like, it, it, I mean, it's a running joke. Like, you're liberal in college, and then you get out, you get a family and shit. And by the yeah. end, it's like everybody's wearing a trucker hat. And you're like, what the fuck happened, dog? Like, yeah. you know. Oh, I grew up. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up and saw the world for what it really is. Right. Like, at some yeah. point, it becomes more cool to be like, uh, mm. I don't give a fuck about anybody but myself. Um, and you can, and people you like can clock out. Right. You can, say, yeah. you can say, well, I, you know, I was like that before, but then I had a family. I got to really focus on making a nice home for my family. Right. Yeah. I can, I can just take, I can clock out of being woke right. or protesting or being I'm vocal. tired now. Yeah. Fuck like, you know, this, now I just want to, you know, go to the park. Right. And so you can, you can just walk away from that fight. It doesn't really matter. That's how I lost my white friends. I was yeah. like, I got to talk about this motherfucking uh, trip to Lowe's one more time. I'm going <laughs> yeah. to lose my fucking mind, man. I'm like, a real shit is happening. And y'all want to talk about the traffic turn, on 77, you gotta, dog? You going to turn to talk about Starbucks? Yeah, dog. I'm like, are you serious? I don't Interest care about soccer practice. Homes. Yeah, you know. And I think for me, I'm not even going to lie. Most of my life, I, I don't put like this. I knew white people, but I never had like a close relationship, like an actual bond as far as like a deep bond with somebody outside of blackness. So I didn't really get introduced to the quote unquote white culture until Roderick and his white friends. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, it was eye opening. um, And I didn't realize it was such a cultural difference because we were like, like they would have like a cookout. We would go up on the roof and they would talk about how they got high right. on mushrooms and ecstasy yeah, yeah. and yeah. and how, you know, the police stopped them. And, and and for me, I'm like, oh, my gosh, is this the National Geographic channel? I don't understand <laughs> this. And then I would ask them the most ignorant questions like right. they asked us. I would be like, nobody stop you. I, like, I don't understand. Right. And they would be look like, at me like I was crazy. They'll yeah. be like, I called the police on these guys that were standing around a bus stop. And I'm like. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Oh, it was like, it was just standing there. I said, 
Boy, they waiting on the bus. It's a bus stop. Right. They're, they're when like, the bus left, were they still standing there? Right. <laughs> was like, it I, I bus? don't know. I don't know. They were. They were just. Uh, I don't know, man. I said, okay. He was like, yeah, I think maybe they sell drugs. I'm like, you just talked to me about buying drugs. Right. For like a half hour, and how yeah. high you got? You don't see the disconnect. Yeah. yeah no. It, I think it's very different, and I think it's the obtuseness. Uh, Right, yeah, and yeah. I, I think, like like Andy said, they can check out. Right, yeah. right, and that's the thing you can check out. So I think for me, uh, I kind of seen the relationship between Roderick and and his white friends kind of separating, particularly with the election and right. and Trump and all that stuff. And I remember when it first started happening, I was like, "Baby, I hope you know that this is literally going to be the end of the friendship." Period. Like mm-hmm. it, it's going right. to be a slow truck, but they're going to slowly start separating, slowly start moving away. Like he used to defend his football with them every year. Right. You know, mm-hmm. this is the first year he didn't do it. Like, I, and I know, and not to sound racist, but we got his friend called Asian Chris. We went uh, to lunch with him. <laughs> and Chris was like, well, yeah, they're having a fantasy football. Rod was like, nobody told me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They just, I got too woke, man. I was, I remember they had a conversation about how they would vote for Trump over Hillary. This was, during the primaries for Republicans. So this is before right. Trump was even a front runner. And he this is actually when he was like the the like the the joke candidate. Like right. you know, that what was their reasoning. Yeah. Uh they were just like, oh, I don't like her, I don't trust her and shit. And I was like, but you trust we're Trump? talking about one person that can run a country just out of competency. Fuck <laughs> the politics. Yeah. One person that will actually try to run the country and one person that will probably run it into the ground. He's a failed businessman, he's a liar, right. he's racist. Right. And they were just like, I don't, I don't care, man. I just, I would vote for him. And I was like, okay, that right there, yeah, is that that's my sign. I'm like, cause you can't not, you can't give a fuck about me, no. and think like that. It's impossible. Like I don't, uh, I don't, I don't believe in that. Like where you can be like, well, I know this guy's gonna probably fuck up your whole life, but uh, yeah. you know, I, I'll be okay. So we can that's, still hang out. Yeah, no, we can't. No, no, we can't. can't. Yeah, that's exactly what that's exactly no, what they're saying. We, either, we can't be cool. You either voted, you either are racist, or you don't care that somebody's exactly. racist. Exactly. And I said that there's no middle ground there. Right. And that was really my sticking point. Was like, fuck everything else. Let's just go to the racism. We do know for a fact he's racist. We know yeah. his housing, uh, he's right. had a policy situation. Right. Yeah. You know, certain comments he's made. Central and shit. Park Five. Right. Central Park Five. People like, I'm like, try to really deny it anymore. Right. I'm like, so now that you know he's racist, you're still telling me you'd vote for him mm-hmm. over Hillary Clinton. Right. Like, yeah. All well, right. she said super predator. Right. They, 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 they weren't even throwing that out. No, like they, they were. Just they like, weren't they even were just like, like yeah. they were just on some like, I just don't fuck her. And I think also, it is not. It's like race was just a casualty of war. They just don't like white women that much you know what yeah. i mean to be honest yeah. like yeah uh i think we got to because white women don't like themselves right and we got no, to have that don't. moment in america with um with uh barack obama where people got to feel post-racial and shit you got to feel like you did something mm-hmm. voting for a woman would have still been something the only difference is we're so conditioned against women we actually it's a given like there's actually no cool factor to right. to like right. to a black dude it's like oh we got a black president though mm, that's yeah. right cool cool but yeah, show yeah. it off the 99 yeah. problems but with a woman it's just kind of it's like yeah we're not gonna vote for a woman yeah and we're and not. like you said even women don't want to vote yeah. for a woman like nope. that yeah that and, milestone and hasn't been crossed yet nope. and, and i think for me and we talked about this before uh, probably until the day I die, I'm gonna continue to say fuck you, fifty three percent, fifty three percent, like 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 like, and and, and I mean that, like us. like because 
you know your health care is gone too, right? right. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to be able to get birth control too, right? You know, your rights going to be gone right. too, right? right? You know, but but you didn't give a fuck right. when it was time to pull that booth, right. you know, right. because it's one of the things where, you know, you fucking made a goddamn private group for your support for Hillary Clinton. And then when black people was like, hey, we got this shit too, what do you do? You kick them out. She's talking, they about, do? They she's talking about a private Facebook group that they had for called Pantsuit Nation. Um, and within the group, um, it was <laughs> so, rid- so ridiculous. It's a group trying to garner public support about Hillary Clinton, but it's private. private. <laughs> so it's a bunch of, and it's mostly white women and w- women in there. And it's supposed to be like, we're a pantsuit nation. Right. We're trying to, you know, people invite you to join the shit and you just invite your friends, your cool friends. That, I'm like, but you're privately well, supporting. Why, why can't you public? And it's that condition, it's that socialization. Like, we can't be, yeah. but even as white women, who we all look at as like, oh, yeah. white women, they swear they woke. They always trying to, right. even white women are like, I can't be out here talking about, I like Hillary Clinton. It's like, well, don't you think she might lose if you can't? Yeah, if you can. Because yeah. every black person you net <laughs> yeah. that like some Obama was telling you about some goddamn yeah. Obama for eight yeah. years. Like, now, uh, in uh, 2008, you know, like yeah, it was yeah. like, like, and and twelve. Oh, I yeah. know who I'm voting for. Well, like they will yeah. happily tell you, like <laughs> motherfucking strangers come out, like oh you got Obama, right? Like, yeah, but <laughs> like women didn't even have that moment. Like no. women didn't, especially white women, don't have that. Like black women had kind of the moment because they were like, girl, I guess I'm voting for. Yeah, you know, and like, that's how it was that for moment. us. It was but like they were they were going to vote, and right. it was like, but you know, what black women yeah. do have done that I've noticed is that is like like take the diamond and pearls of mm-hmm. the world who, who went and and advocated and big up Trump. Black oh, women, oh, wait, black diamond, is diamond is silk, silk, silk. Yeah, silk. there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said diamond and princess. <laughs> Diamond and silver. Oh, damn, damn the other strippers. Right. <laughs> what is it? Gold and uh, yeah, yeah, gold yeah, and silver. Yeah, right. Yeah, green is for the money and gold right. is for the honeys. <laughs> Go down to the bus station. <laughs> That's pretty young bitch. <laughs> do what a pimp do, you know. <laughs> These girls, it's usually what black women have done, which I really respect, is the women amongst a group who are like, oh, I vote for Donald Trump. The women are are X'd out of the group. Right, right. <laughs> they are out. Right. Even black dudes ain't doing that yet. Right. I have. Right. Because the one out of ten black guys that voted for him, they're like, right. oh, I mean, he's all yeah, right. because, like, fuck yeah. you. Because right. I, it, and, and I <laughs> think, you. Randolph, when it comes to black women, uh, black women have to be considered about everybody else. Like, we don't get to only think about our issues. Right. You know, like, white women only get to think about their personal issues. Right. They, right. they, they don't have to worry about all... I got to worry about being a woman. I got to worry about being black. I got to worry about my kids. I got to worry about my my mate. I got to worry. And, and black women more think about the future. Mm. So they're like, hey, I have to think about who would be best for the future right. for my people. Right. And right. black men, sometimes they opt out too. They right. only think about male. So they don't think right. about anything else right. besides maleness. That's how you get the one out of 10. Right. Yeah. Right. Some right. black men just want to be white men. And that's, well, that's, that's, that's the biggest about. part Correct. of it. Because I, I, do, I do a long bit where I break down the numbers of the of the thing. You know, like, so thirty percent of Latinos voted for voted for Trump. Right. 30%. I'm like, okay, that's three out of ten. So I grew up around Latinos. I can tell you for a hundred percent certainty, right. two out of three of those Latinos were Cuban. Mm-hmm. I can tell right. you that with certainty. <laughs> I can tell you that with certainty. I didn't want to be white. Right. You know, it's the same thing with the one black guy 
who voted for because right. he wants to be whiteness is is the thing for him whiteness is the elevation he's right. jason whitlock right i'm not, that, it's yeah, not racist. That, that's true and it's and not racist something that i realized and may, i personally feel like this when has a black woman ever said she wanted to be a white woman when like has right. there ever been a black woman that's to say my goal only, is to be a white woman, woman uh, stacy dash probably stacy dash maybe <laughs> no but, but it's, it's, it's still the it's yeah. still the it's, it's still close to white men you know what i'm saying like <laughs> i've never heard had a white woman like her whole goal and purpose is to be a white yeah, man if emulate, that makes sense to emulate yeah, right to emulate white womanness mm. you don't i think ever see i think see if that. black you do see I think, white women emulating uh black women this stuff. I yeah. think the way that hierarchy is set up is it's like white maleness in this country is where you want to be. That's the well, sweet that's where spot. That's the money's at. Right, that's the sweet spot. So I just think people just look at it like a ladder, like how do I get closer to that? And every decision is calculated that way. So it's like if I can just kind of move my way forward on that, if that means kicking somebody while they're down, then fuck it, right. I'm kicking while they're down. If it means right. everybody else got to suffer, but I think I'm going to come out fine, then, then everyone has to suffer. And I think that's where a lot of it happens. And in the same way that um, you disassociate from uh, race, that's kind of the, what happened with the Cosby shit. Yeah. Like, I know men that disassociate. Like, I know men that were mad Philando Castile's killer got off mm -hmm. that had that were like, sometimes so, bitches be lying when it yeah, came to okay Bill Cosby. With Bill Cosby. The system yeah. worked. Yeah. yeah, I was like, you, I've, I, when, yeah. I had to get a dude on my page. I was like, I've never, not yeah. once seen you come on my page and say something like, well, you know, sometimes people lie on the cops. Not once. Yeah. But you couldn't wait to show up and be like. Yeah, yeah, but now. Right. <laughs> now. Well, what is it about now? Right. That's, right. that's the thing for you. It's all the thing. Weirdly calling him Dr. Cosby. Right. Yeah, that shit a lot. Oh, Dr. Cosby. Like, he ain't no goddamn real doctor. The honorable like. Dr. Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> no real Paging Dr. Cosby. Paging Dr. Cosby. Doctor. You right. Know, it's just. The only doctor you wouldn't let treat your wife. It's, Come it's, on. It's, right. It's, he had reached the level of of whiteness, right. of white maleness. That is a thing to be as, aspired to in this country. Right. Even in his show, while his show was very black, right. <laughs> his show was very black, it was also very respectable. Right. Well, that's why a lot of the talk, uh, when people defend Cosby, a lot of the talk is couched in knocking him down. Mm -hmm. Right. People are trying to knock him down from this perch that he has arrived at, this mm -hmm. basically white male equivalent is... is much as you can be, perch. So you're trying to bring him down. So that's where all the conspiracy shit comes from. And it's weird too, because like uh, one, he wouldn't fuck with any of these dudes that are defending him. No, period. Yeah. Like he's now on Twitter. Sometimes you see a oh Charlemagne, thank you so much. I'm like, you don't <laughs> like anything about that motherfucker. Yeah, you don't like you don't right. fuck with Charlemagne like right. that because <laughs> he's stupid enough to come out and say some like we yeah. just need to give him a chance. That's why you're tweeting him. You would yeah. not tweet this dude on any other subject ever. Yeah, and let's be honest, you ain't really running your your Twitter. You can't see, right? <laughs> so, well, that's so what he's saying. You got that's your girl. Running. Running. I still think you can see. Of course, you can see. Have been. Yeah, they look fucked up, but I, I, feel like, I feel like I feel like I feel like you can see. I don't trust him. Yeah. I don't trust him. I mean, dog. you can't really. He trust got him. he got mad feeble at the right time, right? Because yeah. he was like, "I'm gonna do a whole tour. I'm coming back get a TV show." Yeah, right. Everybody was like, "You a rapist?" Huh? I can't. <laughs> Who said I that? Really Who said you. that? Uh, but my the other thing too though is as much as I um, like I did gravitate more towards Martin in the Cosby Show. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, a lot of shows more than Cosby Show. But um, also my family, the way we grew up, we weren't rich or anything. But some of my other people in my family would try to act like you know because yeah. we were 
my whole family was basically transitioning out of the the hood right my, yeah. my whole life and like most of them now are out but it was like my parents were uh the first first you know? generation of the hood right. right and so people there was some resentment there and we would get the they think they the huxtables they think they the kazi right. yeah and so i would be like you know what dog fuck that show because that's not even my life i don't even know where y'all coming up with that shit but the absence of racial conversation on that show yes it always struck me because i'm like yeah. there's not i've never been in a situation where there were that many black people we never talked about the police Right. We never talked about how you're getting judged in school. Right. That's why yeah. I say while while they were, it's a very black show. Right. There's no questioning that right. because they show, but they only show black art, black music, right. black black. We're gonna elevate them. Black this excellence. Is you, this is how you elevate, but but you never talk about the shit. Right. Storm of blackness. You never like you never no one ever caught a bad deal for being black. Yeah, yeah. Theo never. Yeah. They don't have a police profiling episode. Yeah, yeah. I remember one time. Um, uh, what's what's Felicia Rashad's character? Uh, Claire. Claire. She was getting beef with another lawyer in court. It was about her being a woman and nothing to do with her being black. Right. I'm like, you just gonna leave that part out? Right. <laughs> you just gonna leave that part out? Okay. You're you're a well respected black doctor. You didn't have no problems. No problems ever. No problems. Especially coming up. Okay. I mean, they used to talk about it on on Family Matters. Right. Two two seven. Your kid goes to what? an HBCU. Yeah. There's not one episode why about right. any shit, bro. Why didn't you say why your kid goes to an HBCU? Right. It's, yeah. It was it was <laughs> it was escapism, and I think it really caused a lot of people to gravitate towards yeah. it. In we're a, never gonna talk about the shit storm. Right. Like a drug, almost. Like that this we're is all safe. Feeling. You know. And and, and for the and. White white people love that, yeah, yeah. Because it's also like I can watch these black people and I never feel guilty. And they're doing I never great. Feel bad. They're doing great. They don't yeah. care about racism. It never comes up. Right. Like that was that was the promise. But to me, it always felt like uh, a charade, and I right. I just could never buy into that world. So like all the people I know that like really worship that show, I'm like it, it wasn't that wasn't my show like that. Right. Like I I know of it. I watched it. Uh, I enjoyed it. But I always felt. I don't know. It felt so fake to me. Looks did to did me they like ever a, have a very special episode of the Cosby mm, Show? Because no. that was the era of very special. No, episodes. they didn't talk about teenage pregnancy. No. They didn't really well, get into. Nah, I think that they did talk about teenage pregnancies. Uh, somebody's friend, yeah, was pregnant, and and uh, they did have different world very special episodes. But they, yeah. but that's that one about rape. World. They Even did that Saved a by lot. the Bell yeah. had a special episode. But they didn't yeah. really. They didn't really. I mean, they Cosby didn't have a lot. Cosby, I remember. I don't know if it wasn't Vanessa's friend. It must have been Denise's friend. Was she thought she was pregnant? She was afraid to tell her parents, and and she went to go see uh, the real doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and he told her, you know, you got to tell your parents, and if you don't, you can always come talk to me and Mrs. Huxtable mm-hmm. about it. You know, even then he was still being the right. You know, the, yeah, nothing the to do with being a black uh, girl, <laughs> anything like that, right? right. Right. Yeah, and even I think the little girl was white. I don't think she was black. No, I there think you go. About it. I think there the you go. Girl was white, and, you, and that's probably why I don't remember it. Because I was like, well, yeah, we talked about like black episode. teenage pregnancy. I feel like episode. they tried to tap on some uh, classes classism shit when uh, the late years, and they brought in like that that what was it? 
was it Pam that was uh, yes the like cousin and, and they, shit. they, they oh, tried yeah. they tried to kind of skate her background I was like yeah y'all got her from the ghetto but the whole thing was like she from the hood yeah she was weirdly dark right right everybody in the family is really light skinned except her here she comes and she's dark and she's from the hood she got that New York accent and shit yes Erica Kane yeah and she fine she is fine she she was in Queen Sugar right yes yes she is fine you're like she doesn't first of all she doesn't look like none of y'all and she she, she, she aged really really well (laughs) like Mm -hmm. none of y'all and you be like and how old is she again how is she related to y'all right (laughs) oh she's a family cousin who right (laughs) and what happened to her parents how did y'all get her (laughs) who baby is this who Uh, she staying with y'all now I saw I saw a couple at uh, the pool it was a, a black dude with a kind of a Latino black looking girl mm. and they had what looked like a white baby next what? to us. They were in the pool with the baby and playing around and, and they I'm sitting at this table and they're sitting at this table right here and I'm, I said, where y'all steal that baby? <laughs> where y'all steal that baby from? She's not stolen. <laughs> I, just, I just Googled Cosby Show special episodes. Yeah, uh, Theo and the Joint. I mean that doesn't when really. She found the joint. It wasn't Theo's joint though. Right. That was that kid Monster's joint. I think it was name was Monster. Was it cockroach his, or something? No, it wasn't was cockroach. It? it was a a kid in Theo's class who was like the class bully. Ah. Put the joint in Theo's thing. The whole basis of the episode was, uh, I think I guess Camille found it. Mm-hmm. Theo said that's not mine. Uh, they believed Theo. It was right. a, yeah. Theo yeah. went to the kid and said, you've got to come to my house and right. tell them that this is not my shit or we are we going to go, we're going to go to blows. Yeah, the that's, that's quasi very special. So it's he a, brought the kid yeah. home and um, him and Bill was like, that's a big dude. You, right. you told him, to, he was like, I, you didn't believe me. He was like, I believed you when you said, I was like, that's mm. possible. Right. No parent believes that. Is it really ain't your shit? This ain't your shit? Right. This ain't your shit? You right. know? And that's the Gets Drunk episode. I don't remember that one. Me? What? One of Cliff and Claire's own does give in to peer pressure. Vanessa Vanessa thought this time the drug of choice, though this time the drug of choice was far less stigmatized alcohol. A few rounds of the alphabet game with her girlfriends and a bottle of whiskey while her friend's parents are away. Leave her severely hungover. Her intoxication is played for laughs, highlighting how foolish she appears. So that was a special Like they tortured her because she was hungover and making noise and shit. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. They cook something very, weird, kind of yeah. upset her stomach. Like, hey, something. That's yeah, nothing. That's not. That ain't racism, right? Right. It's yeah. never did a racist. It's quasi special. Oh no, we didn't never talk different about being black. Did, but right. different world had had. Uh, Debbie they had Allen. a date rape episode. Debbie Allen had Debbie. Different world had Debbie Allen as a yeah. as a director. But then uh, different world. Family yeah. Matters had an episode where like. Uh, Eddie got in trouble with a loan shark, and then fucking Carl showed up with a pool stick and fucking. Turned out that Carl was a secret, like badass. Oh, pool had been player. a yeah. 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 Like, Isn't that a freshman yeah, episode too? Uncle Phil did that. Uncle yeah, Phil Uncle did, Phil that? did that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, well maybe he I got my somebody. shows convention. Yeah, yeah. Show. No, I think you might be right about both of them. Yeah, I, but it was just yeah, like I, I love me some Fresh like, Prince. That's they, yeah. but it was like a dark yeah. edge, and then of course you know, yeah. Good Times are just well, fucking well. Cried. Fresh Prince, they were Good Times Depression. The Fresh Prince, right? Uncle Phil, they were from the hood, but they were doing better, and they never really uh, left that behind right. they were doing better but they were always like, had flashes right. of letting you know like listen right <laughs> i'll put these hood things on you right <laughs> keep, fuck, keep <laughs> fucking with me <laughs> keep fucking with me uncle you phil know, was my dog uncle man. phil would do that from time to time he right. was just an educated guy and he didn't look down on anybody in the hood right i don't want to say that the cosby's looked down on the hood people mm. 
they just never had any interaction yeah. with anybody. Right. Like I said, until the <laughs> later seasons. But by then, yeah. it was pretty it was much about too to late. die. Like cousin Pam, like oh yeah. she comes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know here they go. <laughs> so I don't. Oh, there's a there's a season seven episode with cousin Pam dealing with um, adolescents having sex, the pressure as an adolescent to have sex. Right. See, so. these are all tame things to talk right. about that they had right. already talked about previously. Blossom did that every week. Season. Yeah. <laughs> Blossom. It felt like every episode of Blossom was a special. I was like, episode. damn, yeah. Blossom, your life fucked up. That shit was a depressing ass white Jeffersons. You know who I thought was fine on Blossom? Six. Six. Every black man. Seven. No six, six had a fat six ass. Six had the fattest of asses. Right. <laughs> <laughs> every brother still loves six. Then with this little right, six is a booty ten. white girl. Right. They should call it ten. Six is a ten. Right. Why are they calling her six? She's at least a Fat nine. If you bring up girl. six on on fucking uh, on Twitter right now, this is a flood. Your mentions with pictures and shit. It's crazy. I made a mistake one time. I was just like, whatever happened to six with blossom? Oh man, you ain't seen the picture. Hey, look at this one. Look at this one. I'm like, oh okay. She's like a country singer. She's yeah. trying to pursue country. She's singing. all grown up. Yeah, she took. Yeah. Uh, she had, uh, you know, she had a fat ass because she took a. She was in one of those magazines back in the day for like the black people magazine. Yeah, like King. Yeah. yeah, she was like King. Like, one of them. King. Like King, King is black. And the, thing, the thing is, though, it was the. It's. It's still like it. It kind of took away the illusion because it was yeah. like. See, the white girl curve see, a little Andy bit. Pulled the picture of Genevieve. They trying to give you the face shot. Nobody right. give a fuck about. Nobody care about that. She has a cute Ooh. face. Genevieve Oy. Nobody saying she don't. With the little six hats right. on and stuff like that. The little. You gotta waist. put like booty. You gotta put yeah, a name. Yeah, yeah. that butt. one. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's her. Yeah, yeah. Ah. That's one of those. And like that was the thing. By the time I saw it, like nap, like a couple years ago when they updated me, I was like, oh, I was grading her on a curve. I didn't know at the time though. Like. At, at the time, I was just like, that's the fattest ass on TV. Uh, maybe now, now that I've seen so much porn and there's right. like the Kardashians exist, yeah. and like everyone's like totally taking ass to a next level. Yeah, I mean, she was oh, trailblazing. Level. She right. was trailblazing back right. then. Right, right. Yes. Yeah. It's like how you look at Dr. J, like when a dunk back then, also, you're like, that's a good dunk. Also, wasn't she, as a, as a grown up girl, wasn't she on. Um what was the one with the with the with the mother and daughter, the the Parkers? Yeah, yep. She that was, was the it. friend, right? That's, yeah. that's King Magazine. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah King ah. Magazine. Yeah. She, I, and the reason why she's in Kings because she was on. Look at God damn. Right. <laughs> now keep in mind, she, King, she was I like that outfit with, though. With on Countess the real. Or, right. Bond. That was it. Yeah. It's that cakes it. everywhere. That's why. Now keep in mind that is the King's same. The blackest shit you'll ever see. That's the same magazine though. That's how I know we're grading on the curve. That same magazine will have like delicious. From Flavor of Love yeah, in it, yeah. and you like you see deli- you like God damn that's ridiculous. That is, but like delicious is delicious. But then she was in there too because we was like, okay, she trying, okay, okay. You're doing, you're doing a six. Oh, you get you an know, eight for When you saw, you were like, is that six? Right. You notice where everybody still calls her six. No one calls her her name right. from the Parkers. Right. It's it's. Six. I don't know her name. I don't mm-hmm. know her name either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess that's her in jeans on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Like I yeah. said, I, and topless. I blame yeah. I blame uh, pornography and body augmentations because like that. Twenty years ago, I would have been like, God damn, that white girl got a fatty. Now I'm like, no. she ain't even she ain't pay for it. She ain't even pay for it. It's a whole genre called Paul. Paul, yeah, yeah. No. yeah that's yeah. the other thing. Once you see Paul yeah. porn, fat white women, you like, oh, it's over. Wait, wait, you be wait a minute. This is a different. Yeah, yeah. It's different, Sarah. That's a whole new world. I think you might. I think you might be mixed with something. Yeah. Nobody told you. She like that white cop and shit. 
<laughs> thought he was that didn't know he was black. Like, oh, nobody just no had told, to no tell you. He's real light hilarious. Yeah, he's not really. What was his name? He had the blackest name, too. Cleon. Cleon. Come on, Cleon. Yeah. Officer Cleon. And you didn't know you was black? Cleon. Like, yeah, that uh Vergot Perdot. You uh you might just be Cleon. Yeah, yeah. You think you think you white and I'm looking at your nose and Yeah, nose is right. Yeah, ass is really big. Right. Yeah, I mean check that tree. Right, we're hour fifty-three. Let's episode. just go ahead and run it through. It's already six oh five. You want to do just one long, long episode? Long, yeah, let's keep going. All right. All right. How All right. do you feel as a woman? Because I'm going to interview Aaron at some point. Aaron Jackson. Okay. How do you feel as a woman about Camille? Camille, the outlandishness of Camille Cosby. Y'all got to tell me what she said. What did she say? Well, I mean, you know that she's been wholeheartedly. Uh, I know she made a statement Bill's, everybody been talking about, Bill's but I hadn't corner, read it. Because you stayed out of it. Well, you know what's uh, funny? I did say, because uh, remember we were covering on the show, and the first day was like Rudy from the Cosby Show. Rudy right. went the first day. And then yeah, like yeah. Uh, two Rudy other women went the next day. Rudy developed then, a little fatty. Then fucking like two black comedians that ain't made done comedy and like, <laughs> like it was like the dude that- Is that Dougie Doug? Yeah. <laughs> It was like Might Joe Tory. Yo, I think <laughs> one of them was, was Joe Tory for real. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I was like, who the fuck is he digging these people up from? And Joe Tory hosted Def Jam, the filthiest show for stand up ever. Right. Another right. example of that that's that's the hypocrisy of being a black dude in this shit when you take Kazi's side. It's another example of somebody that Kazi, I guarantee if he ever saw his act, was like this guy is holding back the black race. He's right. terrible. Yeah. Right. And then Kazi is gets accused of rape, and now Joe Torrey's like, finally, my time to get some shine from Pop. <laughs> oh, Lord. Pop, do you like me now? He's like, come on over here, boy. Yeah, I always did like you. Right. Uh, this is this is Camille. This was posted on Mr. Cosby's Twitter account. They still call him Mr. Cosby. No, that's the New York Times. They call everybody Mr. How do I describe? How do I describe the district attorney? Heinously and exploitably ambitious. How do I describe the judge? Overtly and arrogantly collaborating with the district attorney. How do you describe Bill Cosby, though? How do I describe the counsels oh. for the accusers? Totally unethical. How do I describe many, but not all, general media? Blatantly vicious entities that continually disseminated intentional omissions of truths for the primary purposes of greedy selling sensationalism at the expense of human life. Now listen, I'm going to stop there for a second. Weird how she's using the biggest fucking word she possibly can. Mm-hmm. I find that kind of... <laughs> well, they're a very highly educated family. Right. Yeah, doesn't yeah. that seem like we're trying to make this known? <laughs> Historically, people have challenged injustices. I am grateful. Oh, God. I am grateful to any of the jurors who tenaciously fought to review the evidence, which is the rightful way to make a sound decision. Ultimately, that is a manifestation of justice based on facts, not lies. As a very special friend once stated, truth can be subdued but not destroyed. I wonder who that friend was. My question to her is always going to be, so do you think he at least fucked these women? Yeah. I, I think she think. yeah, I think she Because, like, that. you can't have all this higher moral virtue shit that you're, like, pinning on this dude. It's like, you guys went after a guy, an innocent man. It's like, so either he fucked 50-something women and you didn't know about it and then it went to trial. Or you did it, didn't care. Or, yeah, or you or he fucked these people and didn't care but had this image in the public eye that was completely the opposite of that. And some of them had the stories where she was at the house and then she, like, sort of disappeared. Right. right? You know, so she sort of so knew I, the yeah, deal. So she knew what right. was happening. Well, yeah. she knows, look, 
She knows that Bill needs his medicine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and his medicine is a passed out vagina. Right. right. She knows he be- and, and here's the thing, she's not gonna let him do it to her. Right. <laughs> and that's the thing we we don't know. I mean you gotta We just make it the assumption. Well, yeah. I but mean, I would think she's not because he's he's going out of his way to find other women to allow mm-hmm. him to do this to her and look, I don't know how she came up. I'd be willing to bet you that she came up poor. Mm. And that now she's with. Can you just look up her background? What what's Camille? Camille Costa. Yeah, I don't. I never knew what her background was. Yeah, I don't my know. guess is that I mean she made the deal. Mm-hmm. People make deals in life. Yes, she they do. Made the deal of, I live this. I live this wonderful life, and, and let's not fucking fool ourselves. It's a wonderful life. Right. I've had a little bit of tragedy in it. I lost a son, but for the most part, you know, we love live this wonderful life. I live. I live. I can go anywhere in the world I want to go. Anytime I want to go, I can mm-hmm. do anything I want to do. I can. I have access to anything and everything I want. And the exchange for that is that I, some woman has to get drugged and get fucked. I'm willing to do that. Yep. <laughs> that's what she was that's born in DC. She grew up in Maryland. Okay, oh, so she's from here. Her father was a chemist at Walter Reed General Hospital. Her mother worked at a nursery. She came up okay. Both her yeah. parents had college educations, with her father earning a graduate degree from Fisk University and her mother earning an undergraduate from Howard University. Mm-hmm. She attended private Catholic schools. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, um, she had money, man. She came up okay. She studied psychology at the University of Maryland. While you know, people with money good at hiding problems. Well, she didn't come while, a, while a student at the University of Maryland, she went on a blind date with Bill Cosby. Who was going to Temple. Mm. Yeah. In Philly at the time. That's how they met when they were in college. Right. And they got engaged shortly after and got married January January 25th, 64. She was born in 44. She was born in March 44. She got married when she was 19. Dude, that's real young. Yeah. She hadn't even turned 20 yet. And she had the money jackpot. Yeah. Yeah. She got in on the ground floor. So you think she she doesn't know anything about this? And she became his manager for years. Yeah. I, I I I think she does. Yeah. I th- I think that um tell you in my personal opinion um is strategy cuz she's a she's a machine like her, they have strategy behind every everything that they do has a strategy like when his daughters released those tapes to Charlemagne it was a strategy. You know right. every everything has a purpose, everything has a reason to use talking about her words. Her words are purposely designed like that because right. at the end of the day, everything they do and say is to make him the victim. Not right. the real victims, right. but to make him the victim. And right. they know that it's a lot of ignorant people, particularly black people, that will support you, support black men, no matter what. Right. So it's one of these things where uh, black men can fuck up and can be wrong, and I can go, well, fuck you, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm wrong for saying fuck you. I'm the problem uh, when it comes to that. And also, I think that um, a lot of black men don't care about black women's oppression. Yes. And a uh, women, women, period, but particularly black women's oppression. Yeah. They don't, they don't, they don't yeah. care. They're not fighting yeah. for it. That you don't see them out in the street when black women die. Right. You don't see them upset. You know, and a lot of I personally feel, uh, and and possibly even Bill Cosby, a lot of men have issues with women uh, that stems from childhood that they haven't dealt with, that they haven't cleared up, be it from a girlfriend that told them no, or be it from them seeing their mother's abuse, or like it's something that uh, stemmed from a childhood, and they never grew, they they never spiritually grew past that point in my right, opinion right. and that's why you have these dudes that bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks you know it's always women's fault no matter what right you know and 
it's one of these things as a woman is very frustrating because um, most of the rapes is men committing them. Mm-hmm. And because most men don't have to worry about walking outside their door and getting popped upside head or beat or possibly getting raped. And the thing is, that's why a lot of straight men are frightened of gay men. Because for some, all of a sudden, you might be the victim. Yeah. And so when I'm the victim, holy shit, I don't want a dick in me. I don't want, what make you think I want a dick in me? Right. I don't want. Right. You know, right. so it's one of the things where you can understand it from quote unquote that perspective. But, you know, when it's you that are, that is the person that, because men are trained to go after sex. Mm-hmm. Women are trained to keep sex away from men. You know, and it's one of the things where society, in my opinion, teaches girls, keep your legs closed, keep your mouth shut. And in the black community, shit that happens in the house stays in the house. We don't right. talk about our problems. That's a bad one. We you don't put the we, brothers in the system. Right, that's right, right. We don't talk about the problem. One. So, you know, and even in my household, I've had people get beat, women get beat, women get abused, women get raped, and they openly talk about it. Like within the family but they're not taking it outside of the family, mm-hmm. you know. And it's one of these things where everybody knows a rape victim, but nobody knows rapists. That makes right. no fucking sense to right. me. Right, right. You know, all these men that are your friends, your pals, somebody is raping these yeah. women. Oh, that's one dude. And right. The, right. The, the, right. Yeah, it's just Bill Cosby. <laughs> yeah, Very yeah, prolific. He, he out there just raping everybody. So I think she knew. I think the family knew. I, th- I think that this is something that he's he's been in for years. Mm-hmm. I think it's something that, like Roger say, money covers everything. Nobody ever really thought this shit would ever fucking go to trial. Let's just keep right. that real. And that's why when it was about to go to trial is uh, all of a sudden he wants to be black when his whole purpose and he's even came out was to shun black people mm. for being black. If right. you're not politically correct, if you ain't got your pants pulled up, right. right? If you're not buttoned up, if you ain't got the right education, uh, you, you ain't shit. If you grew up poor, you ain't shit. Like this was his whole platform. Right. A lot right. of people fail to realize a lot of these niggas are standing up for him. Bill Cosby wouldn't spit on you if you on fire. Let's right. just keep that real. But you're defending somebody that really don't want anything to do with you but it's like I can connect with you from manhood and I can connect with you from blackness and it's one of the things where as a woman it's very very frustrating because to me I don't care who the victims are because as a woman I completely understand but when it comes to this all of a sudden is he wrecked them white women well they all went white y'all I hope y'all know they all went white I mean because he went all across the board and he like y'all say he took advantage of people that needed him for the industry these women the women that he picked were women that a lot of times they didn't have money. They, they, they were trying to break into the industry. Mm-hmm. You know, he took advantage of people that he knew he could. Because right. I guarantee you, he has relationships with a lot of women that he respect that he probably never attempted to do this right. to. Yeah. Never, and never, never saw would. that side of him. Right. right. They never, they can't fathom Which makes it so that. easy to be like, I'm Claire Huxtable and he never did it to me. Right. It's like, well, listen, Why no would offense. He do it to he, you? Well, well, right. You were yeah. in a position to do something about it. There was this article. Like, yeah, if it was just some girl who was like, I'm auditioning you know, for a role, yeah, nobody's going to believe her. What can she fifth, do for The her? fifth yeah. grip on the, on the yeah. shirt. Nobody cares about that. But if fucking mm-hmm. Claire Huxtable comes in tomorrow and goes, this motherfucker tried to rape me, yeah. production got to stop. Right. Yeah. Well, his daughter accused Mike Tyson of rape. Mm. That was an article that came out. It bubbled up again this week. Cosby's daughter, Aaron, back in like the early 90s, accused Mike Tyson of rape. Mm. And Bill Cosby... Um, 
called her very selfish and said she's not a person you can trust because she mm. was estranged from the family. Yeah, I want to. I want somebody to ask Mike Tyson. Did she that. release a statement on his behalf just <laughs> now? No. Like, they, okay. For this art, this article was from last summer, but the okay. article says she didn't answer emails and things. But at the time. Uh, you know, even if you're estranged from your daughter, if she comes with a rape accusation against Mike Tyson, you either say no comment, right, or you take her side. You don't right. say, don't believe her. That bitch, she doesn't know what she's talking right. about. Well, I want to hear, I want somebody to ask Tyson just so I can hear Tyson saying, I ain't read that bitch. Because right. <laughs> Michael just tell you. Speaking <laughs> of nobody getting canceled, that motherfucker yeah. got a cartoon show. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you nobody right now. Nobody gets canceled. I, I'm, Karen I'm sorry. Karen that is. The fucking goat. Hey, I love that show? goddamn show. It makes Mike no. Tyson it makes series. no fucking sense. Tyson's That's Karen's rape, favorite. Tyson's show. rape case. I never believed only mm. because I watched a special. I remember watching it with my father. Mm. Uh, one of the news shows, and the girl had said that they went in the hotel. They had no contact. Mm. They went up into the room. They just went to the hotel for a second. They had no contact. Okay, they talked to this show. Talked to the staff. Mm. all black people on the staff they were like they came in they were hugged up they sat in that chair over there mm. and was kissing they got on the elevator they were hugged up they got to the judge wouldn't let any of them testify mm. so I never saw of, that none of them got to testify I, 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 like, I, what is, I always what? just thought he my did dad it, was like because my dad Cause there's my dad all these other worked sex there's all, crimes there's all these like, other yeah, stories sometimes they'll X things out there's all these other stories with him just like walking up in like Ba- like beauty contest, uh, beauty contest and yeah, shit, and like Donald Trump trying to grab people's pussy and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, Donald Trump, he was acting like a fucking savage for a while. Yeah, so like I, I wouldn't I put never, it past him. Yeah, but at the same time, like I didn't. The, that testimony he, thing. The only thing that me. the only thing that ever bothered me about Tyson is he seems to be honest to a fucking fault like to, like yeah, yeah when it is the absolute wrong thing to say he will say some shit that's just like right. that's how i feel about it or this is what really happened and i'm like that's stupid you like that clearly is, is gonna come back to haunt you and he, that's the one thing where he just he, he's like i did not do it like it yeah, don't matter how long it's been yeah he's but never it, but he's never when he said yeah when he said uh i should have raped her I yeah, right. That's what Patrice yeah. tells that great bit about. Like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> like, right. Patrice was like, I wish I, I wish I had a rape the bitch right. and her mama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mama. Patrice, <laughs> Patrice said, Oh shit, that is an innocent man right, right. there. Right. That's an innocent man. So like because so only like, an innocent man would say some shit like right, that. That always like it always <laughs> fucked with me because, you know, especially after you convicted, after you served the time, yeah. all that shit. You would almost think that you'd be resigned to, yeah. even if you just yeah, just be like, "Well, no one's gonna believe." Never deviated me. off that story. Yeah, so that that has always bothered me. Like, I don't never feel deviated off that story. Com- I don't feel comfortable saying he didn't do it because obviously, yeah. I I didn't know any of the details of the case, like yeah. and what the jury was presented with and shit. And because it's extremely hard to convict a popular rich man, like right. correct. So whatever right. the fuck they saw, I wonder what they saw. Because because it's one thing to be like, "Oh, this menacing." Dude, but you yeah. know the defense is gonna present like, well, look, man, you know this bitch was fucking people. He's also Mike uh, Tyson, who looks like a menacing dude. Yeah, no matter what suit you put but on, you know, right. Kobe, Kobe looked like a menacing dude in that courtroom. Uh, Kobe's yeah. got six that. eight. Yeah, but Kobe's you ever been around that. six eight, nigga? Kobe had that white. <laughs> yeah, uh. right. Like I play Kobe ball, man. That. I be like, God damn, dog, don't do no crime. <laughs> no jaywalk. Like they got to shoot your big ass. <laughs> Kobe had that had that white little bitty lady lawyer who was yeah. a fucking pit bull but you know how it is like they sh- you in the courtroom the yeah. victims in the courtroom you fucking six yeah. eight she's fucking five Kobe also three. had that thing of that there's no he never had that that 
any type of mystique or right. aura around him like right. that. Right. And then as a, and as Chappelle said, and then you show up with four different semens in your yeah. underwear. You can't do that. Right. <laughs> you can't do that. That, that courtroom, <laughs> that courtroom with twelve people on that jury. Yeah, yeah. They just got to convince them motherfuckers. <laughs> That's it. The only people that the whole world can think you the best or the worst. Twelve people is all they working on in there. That. Like I think his shit didn't even really go to verdict though. I think he pleaded. Uh, he uh. Reached an agreement with her, right? Before. I don't know. I think they're not guilty, Tim. Did they not guilty? I don't, I don't, yeah, don't remember. I always thought they, they reached an agreement because I, I remember people being like, he must have did it. And I think Chappelle's joke was basically like, I mean, look at them. He's like a praying menace in the court. Yeah. Yeah, like he had, to, <laughs> like he was out there playing for his freedom and shit. He, he, was, he was playing for his freedom because he his his uh, stats was off the chain. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, "I'm gonna show you, motherfuckers." The case was dropped after Bryant's accuser refused to testify in the case. A separate right. civil suit was later filed against Bryant by the woman. This was settled out of court. And included Bryant's publicly apologizing to his accuser, though yes, admitting right. guilt. Right. They they clearly had sex. Right. And uh, he admitted the, the sex. The scuttlebutt right. was that he just was like, "I'm taking the, I'm taking the asshole ass, too." Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm like that, you can't that, put, you can't put a foot long dick <laughs> in somebody's ass. We ain't never done that before. No, they got to be ready. Mm. <laughs> no matter how many points you score, bro, don't matter. Can't be just. just <laughs> if she says she don't want to do that, you in a mm, position. You got to say, "Nah, I guess mm-hmm. we ain't doing this." Then right. Go pay for it. Right, <laughs> you guess you can afford some really I good. I mean, right. Shit, I mean, you quiet. are Kobe Bryant. Yeah, be it's, quiet. Not, it's not like a, a woman won't just literally throw herself at throw you. Throw it at you. Yeah, yeah. Go pay for it. It <laughs> won't charge. It. it won't charge Tiger you Wood, for it. Tiger Woods is paying. Yeah, go. You know? go yeah, buy but it. he was paying with five dollar foot long. That's completely different. Yeah, you need, is, you know, he was doing. You get true. half, and I get half. And he was, he was being inconsiderate. Spend some of that, spend some I mean, shit, spend some money. Spend some money. Take me to Jersey and likes or somewhere. Come on, dog. <laughs> some of that five thought Tiger man, Tiger. That look. I did pain pills, cycle of yeah. pain pills. I, I know what I know what he's going through. That it's not. Mm. You nice. think so? You think he addicted to the pain pills? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He my, went to tolerance, rehab. my tolerance was going up fast. Yeah, it goes up fast. He went to rehab. Yeah, after yeah. all that shit. Yeah, he addicted to the pain like, pills. Like I think his his ex, his ex wife was like, "If you want to see your kids, you gotta go to rehab." Yeah, your back pain is a. Back Which is fucked up because he's on the pain pills and she hit him in the head with that golf club. He got caught cheap. He even right since. He got hit in the head, crashed into the, dri- in the driveway, <laughs> fucked up his back, his head, and everything. And now it all came to this. Now he can't get off the drugs. Yeah. God damn. It's, it's they make it that box macaroni cheese for them poor kids. <laughs> right. Uh, you can hire a chef, sir. Man got drugged down on some cheating, dog. Greatest golf well, of all time, possibly. Him. Did you read the story? That on ESPN about his relationship with his father. Mm-mm. That's where it all comes, that's where it all comes from. Like uh, he's been, uh, they didn't have a father son relationship. He uh, just hung out with him like he was just one of the dudes. Took him around guys drinking. Uh, so he never had a real much of a childhood. Then he, after his father died, trying to emulate his father by, uh, I'm gonna be, a, I'm gonna be a. a a seal. That was a seal. Mm-hmm. Special forces. That was in the military. Too. Yeah. It was special forces one of them. So he did all the training. Mm. Jumping out of planes, running ten miles a day in yeah. combat boots. Good God. Yeah. Doing the doing the combat training, like where you fucking fist fight for real. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long article on ESPN. Holy doing that shit. shit! You go into a, like a darkened room and motherfuckers just attack you and you got to fight your way out. He did all that training just to do it. To feel close to his dad. Shit! Wow. And people are telling him, like you, 
you can't be running 10 miles in combat boots, man. You right. play golf. So his knee, yeah, his knee's fucked up. He's jumping out of planes repeatedly. That's because already fucked up. I had yeah. never heard of that. Yeah. So he did all this stuff to try I to emulate his I just assumed that white girl got him. Yeah. He did <laughs> all this stuff trying to emulate his father, trying to be like his father. Mm. I was like, damn, that was a very eye-opening thing to read because I was like, you don't know nothing. Just looking at him, you're like, oh, this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Just little, this well, dude's a fucking killer. Well, he had that uh, <laughs> He had that title, that cover of uh, Men's Health with the do-rag. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was my favorite Tiger Woods picture of all time. <laughs> <laughs> he got a do-rag on, Tiger. Come on, man. You don't even want a do-rag your whole damn life. You don't even got waves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what you doing? Did he have it on right? Like, was he, it turned correct like, way? No, just no shirt on, do-rag, looking at the camera uh, like I only, bet he didn't even moisturize his hair, did he? Scaring the, the fuck out of them white people. With no wave. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, fuck out of white dog, you got a super cut. Why you need your wave cap on? <laughs> All the PGA mad as fuck. Like, what is he doing? Oh, mad. Is <laughs> what, what is that upside his head? Is that Alice Jones thing happening tonight? Yeah, it's happening tonight. This is good for us because of, because of what we all do is, um, would you interview Alex Jones? Mm. Oh, you mean on my show? Yeah. Hell no. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't either. I I wouldn't give... I won't interview Charlemagne the God on my show. I don't (laughs) want to give it... I don't want to give it... I've been listening to Charlemagne. He's not turning me around on him. He's not doing that. Right. But I'm not like immediately like... Look, I'm not seeking out Charlemagne shit. I know, but he's everywhere. if he's on something, I'd be like, well, let me hear Right, but but I'm saying like, but we, he doesn't say anything ratchet when he's being interviewed. We've had it's when people, he's on his own goddamn right, show. That right. is crazy. We've had people reach out to from him his camp to be like, can he come on y'all show? Like this has been years ago now. Yeah, he's trying to. And I like it's like we work for MTV. Da, da, da. I'm like, no, <laughs> like he one he's fine. He's doing great. Like yeah. he don't need my help. Yeah, he all. don't need he don't need our help. And yeah. uh, I know the way people think podcasting works, but for the most part, even if you were to get like a great guest. And let's say you got a whole lot of downloads that episode. You don't keep a lot of those it's people. A, it's hard to retain yeah, those you're gonna people. Keep, you're gonna keep like, yeah, unless you're going to get sense. another great guest the next week, yeah. it doesn't matter. So so with our format of our show, it's like it, it doesn't make any sense for us to compromise yeah. what we stand for and then have that dude on the show. But Megan Kelly's brand is having motherfuckers like that on the show. Well, yes, sir. I, I never watched her. I never watched her show on Fox right. and on Fox. Me anything goes. Right. So right. I ain't no telling what the fuck she was doing over at Fox. But on on NBC, first of all, you you interview Vladimir Putin, and you don't ask him not not once about killing people because he mm-hmm. kills people. She just I think he brought I think he brought up journalists getting killed. Did, did she? Right. And Putin just denied. Yeah, yeah, she just softballed the shit up. She was dressed like she was going to the club. That's another thing. Right. <laughs> she was dressed ah! like she was going to the club, and she was just softballing him. Now she's doing this. Alex Jones. I'm watching. Uh, I caught the overtime, the the Bill Maher overtime, because I wanted mm. to see the Malcolm Nance. The Breitbart guy? Yeah, the Breitbart guy. Oh, right. yeah. You know what's funny about that, that is, I'm looking at that Breitbart guy, I'm like, you don't recognize that death is sitting across from you, do you? Right, bro. You don't even see it. Look at Malcolm Nance. And Nance's he was mad. eyes looking at yeah. you. Yeah, he was like, Death is sitting right they, across from you. They death threatened my fucking family because of your fucking articles. You. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, he de- and he's more than capable of doing it. <laughs> death is sitting across right. from you. I've trained more than Tiger Woods has. <laughs> right. <laughs> you just don't <laughs> even. You, you just be arrogant. dead. Nobody will know how. Like I might have killed Breitbart. Yeah. Like, that motherfucker just died on the street one day. Like, that could be me. That could be me. You'll never know. Right. So you <laughs> need what you know. need to do is apologize and issue a motherfucking retraction. <laughs> I will see you in your office. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck that or dude Or maybe you won't see me. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> I'll see you. Right. Right. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, with Megan Kelly, though, but it's like death. she um because he th- was like he usually yeah. bring this bring these little these little crazy voices into the light so everybody sees them. Right. I think the the I kind of agree with that, but on the other side, you also bring those motherfuckers. It's like giving them a um right a megaphone platform. Yeah, it's right. an old school way of looking at it. I think because old media did that. Right. I mean, Charles Manson got interviewed on the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Noriega and and Gaddafi and mm-hmm. fucking Farrakhan after he said Jews are the bloodsuckers of the black community. Mm-hmm. Ed Bradley's talking to him or whatever. So that's how, because you didn't have all the social media, you didn't have the internet, right. you didn't have information available. So they brought you these people and right. said, look at this horrible person. We're shining a light. And her point, I think, is valid that Alex Jones has a credential at the White House now. Trump did his show in December 2015. Right. And of course, you're great that you raved about Alex Jones. But these days, people don't need that light to be shown because the, the information is there. I bet there are people, older people, people in the Midwest, people who aren't as media savvy who do still require that. Right. Mm-hmm. NBC is going to bring you this crazy guy and you can, you can decide that he's crazy. But she's got a mentality of media from the 80s and 90s or even 70s or before which is right. what they did they they put the controversial person on tv and you'd be yeah. like wow that guy's crazy right and she's just doing that in a year in 2017 where you don't really have to bring us alex jones's craziness it, well it's we also it. hard to believe for me anyway because like uh look at bill maher with milo right mm-hmm. yeah. his whole thing was like, i brought him on I saw, sunlight's the best disinfected yeah um, now he wants to have him back on yeah. right because he kind of feels bad for the dude and i'm like yeah. so wait did you, you, you mean you to... brought him on to did your point you right. did what you but wanted when to milo do. got fired bill maher was like see Right, yeah. so he'll sort of like, try to take credit for it. Right, it was know? I made this happen to this guy because yeah. you guys don't like him, and I proved that this is the right. best way to get rid of him. But I uh, now feel bad for the guy. We need to yeah. have him back, and I'm right. like, what's the? I really feel like you're just chasing the sensationalistic clicks, Good. and you know we have the internet for that. Right, like, you can't you can't want to be looked at as the person with integrity and this. My problem with Megan Kelly is that. Um, she is to feminism as Kanye West is to pro blackness. Right. Which is when shit starts coming down around her over these these stupid ass interviews and they start being like, maybe they need to get rid of her show, she will run back to the like, they wouldn't get rid of a man show yeah. that did something like this. Am I right, ladies? And that's yeah. that's the part that I'm just gonna piss me off. I'm just like she's a racist. That's right. right. <laughs> that's enough right. for me. Right. <laughs> that's well the thing with me. the thing with the Alex Jones thing that bothered me, like if you're gonna say we're shining a light and you know it's a serious news and all that, don't do the selfie. Like that made no sense that they're they're still trying to be like, look at us hanging out in the car with shades on. Like yeah. we're just going to lunch after this. Yeah. Trevor Noah did it with uh Tommy Lauren and shit where they went out and got drinks after him. Yeah. Like you don't have to yeah, sugarcoat these people. You don't have why to do it. Why are you going it. to get drinks with Tommy Lawrence? She right. don't give a fuck about you. She called no. Black Lives Matter a terrorist organization. organization. Yeah. You took it to task. That's the end of the transaction, yeah, yeah, dog. Yeah, we're done. Right. You did well, by right. the way. Exactly. Yeah, you were great in that <laughs> you interview. You did well. You undermined it for yourself. Yeah, now you got a bunch afterwards. of people yeah. going, well, wait a minute, Trevor. What are yeah, y'all? What are you doing? You know, well, we got to be, we got to be, Nicely, why? Right. You're not wrong. Right. Trevor. Right. She's wrong. Right. Why are you rewarding wrongness? When you see like Bill Maher like kicking it with Ann Coulter and shit. Yeah, yeah. like what are you doing? It's like, but hold up now. You're, yeah. you brought this person to light and you're bringing yeah. them to light only to say that, that they're fucked up. But yeah, you kick it with them. That yeah, you kick it with them. Sound, it seems phony. It just yeah. all makes me feel like it's all phony. Yeah. So yeah, that's why it's proper Trevor. That happens in, in like just DC politics. People vehemently disagree and then they go have lunch. 
You know, and they'll, they'll go on the shows where they're, there's a head in the box on their left side right. and one on the right side, and they yell at each oh, other. Okay. And then they're just, they're friendly afterwards. Even, you know, people in government, they're like, uh, you know, this this person's a horrible senator, but uh, he's, he's my friend. We right. work together. We work out yeah, in the morning. Sessions. Oh, Frank has said that about yeah. Sessions. Right. Yeah. You know, right. he's a good guy. I'm like, Al, he's a, he's a screaming racist. Right. right. Yeah. And you know that. Yeah, you can't what depend on him for shit, man. What do you mean he's friends? What it's like that friends? dude on your page I got to at that time, and I was yeah. like, white liberals basically useless. <laughs> yeah, I was like, at this point, you you yeah, literally yeah. Jim Meyer. You, yeah, you yeah, literally. I was in on that conversation. <laughs> yeah, like, like that. you you cease to be of use <laughs> with this this meandering bullshit. Yeah, he yeah. pulled a what about me on? I rent yeah. I rent his beach house. <laughs> I rent his beach house. <laughs> 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 I rent his beach house. <laughs> He's a good dude. Yeah. He's a good dude. But, but that's the thing. It's, uh, yeah. it's like Spider-Man saving Hobgoblin. You just, you just, all the yeah. him and the hall, you you mitigated any progress right. that would have been right. made. And that's why I said to him, I said, just, just well, he says, oh, it's, it's, don't do this. It's not yeah. you. It's not Don't personal. do this. Right. Just no move, one's talking about you. Just move out my way is all I'm asking. <laughs> yeah, no one's I'm not even asking you to do nothing. <laughs> just right. move out the way and you. let me say it. Fuck that yeah. shit. Fuck that dude. Yeah. But we always end up in that middle yeah. where it's like, eh, do we really want to? Yes, yeah. we really yeah. do. And a lot of it is policing because what I've realized is that anytime anybody, black or brown, says that, hey, white people, you fucking up, everybody panics, everybody takes yeah. it personal, everybody tell you I ain't got no slave, right. everybody right. tell you they're right. not. Not What's the problem. Yeah. About right. that. I got a client who's uh her cousin voted for Trump. California. I said, Well, I said, Your cousin is is, is part of this. Your cousin yes. is we're watching something, she's on a treadmill. And I'm like, look at oh, look at this fucking bullshit. Your right. goddamn cousin. This, right. <laughs> <laughs> she says, Well, at some point when you have to blame your wife. I said, no. Right. Yeah. What are you talking about? She's like, well, your wife's a white woman, and white women voted for Donald Trump. I said, my wife didn't vote for Donald Trump. Right. <laughs> my wife like, and, and my wife detests white women right. who voted for Donald Trump. Right. My wife didn't vote for Donald Trump. I said, you see what you're doing? You're trying to change the viewpoint away, right. from, your, away from your cousin right. over to something else. Right. Other people did Oh, no, 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 no. Right. You got to focus in on you. Right. <laughs> focus on things How you, you going to fix control. your shit? Yeah, you got to focus in on the shit you can control. Right. <laughs> I got to fix some shit. Fuck that. So and you try to pull out angry. shit that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Right. <laughs> because it's, it's to deflect from whatever the issue is because you really don't care and not trying to solve it. I know. I know. Right. Like, my wife is horrified. My wife has a black daughter. She's mm. horrified about this shit. A black daughter who's asked us multiple times about slavery coming back. You think right. my wife's not scared of this shit? Right. And like, your bitch ass. Right. <laughs> I, I, I'm like your baby because I, I tell people, I said, we live down south. And yeah. like if it was up to to them, I know yeah, my black ass be being a cotton field we picking. In, we, we would have colored Virginia. bathrooms and everything. Yeah, but you know they Virginia. they can't take it that far back. At least yeah. not yet. If it was the way things they wanted, we wouldn't be able to be married, and yep. my daughter would not be able to be born. She'd be her let her birth be a crime. That's right. how it would be. Like the Trevor Noah. Bit. That's what yeah. they yeah. That's right. what they want in Virginia. Right. We are aware of this. <laughs> We're not unaware of this. And then. <laughs> That's why she can't stand. She knows what she knows the deal. She knows the numbers. Mm-hmm. Any sane person knows the numbers. Right. You know, you know who who this rests on. White women. Yeah. I think that forty five percent of them vote. If forty forty three percent vote mm-hmm. for Trump, Hillary Clinton is president. Right. Right. Fifty three percent voted 
voted for Trump, he's president. Right. Knock that number down to 43, Hillary Clinton is president, and we are not talking about And it was this. coming off of some egregious womanizing ass, you know, grabbing a pussy, mm-hmm. the, uh, trotting out the victims yeah. uh, during a debate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, not to mention some of the shit. I mean, bleeding bleeding from somewhere, like yeah. all the call fucked the, up shit he said. A fat cow or something right. like all that. Right, all the fucked up shit he said. And white women went, man, still yeah, like I'm well. on a Hillary. Yeah. yeah, no. You right. like whiteness. Right. More than you more like than Hillary. Hillary. Whiteness. You want white maleness to be elevated back into, the, to, into right. that position, and then you get caught in the wake of that, and then you're fine. Right. And they right. bought into the whole rhetoric of liberals are ruining America mm-hmm. and the country's going to shit and all your problems can be blamed on that. So vote for the non-liberal basically. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Cause in our, in the black community, Hillary was known for, well, people that didn't like Hillary were very much like, she's pandering. She just yeah. panders to it. That's how she's not, none of this shit is real or whatever. And it's any like, any type of sensible black person right. like ourselves, what's the first thing you tell them? Yeah, I'm fine with that. That's, that's yeah. the I job. Want, you okay. should pander to me. <laughs> yeah, that's the job. I was like, when, yeah. you can't have it both ways, guys. Yeah, pander to me. Like, <laughs> pander to me. that's what they that's do the for job. other people, consistencies. <laughs> like, we, like, please pander to me. I don't give a fuck if you believe this or not. <laughs> yeah. What pander you need to me. be doing is saying what I need to hear, right? Yeah. If you want my vote. So, but it, what was interesting about it is within our community, it's all like she panders. You can't trust. You can't. She panders. But outside, I feel like so many people are like her proximity to black women, the black community, right? Gay people. That's why I'm not voting for her because she's still a white woman. Right. Yes, yeah, she is. But when they came down to pull that lever, they were like, "I can vote for this dude. That's pretty much a bigot." Yeah. But yeah. I know nobody's pulling his strings. I know I never have right. to worry about him going and making a decision. That might benefit someone that's not everybody. a white person, right. Right. right? That's all they cared about. Like it's kind of it's ironic. Like right. in well, eight years, she made that switch from the hardworking white voters to systemic racism is real, and that's how she well, lost you look in twenty sixteen. You look at her team around her; it's all black women. It's yeah. black women, women of color, women of. I mean, that's they judge you by your team, right? Somebody right. got mad at me because I brought that shit up because I was like, "Well, this is a loss for black women too, right?" Yeah. And like, the, who and, who do you think fucking voted? Like, yeah. That's the that's the core of the party now. It was like, just because you got black people on the team, I mean, listen, motherfucker, it's ninety three percent. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's the numbers. It's the right. numbers. We were the Every highest out of everybody. Up. All this shit with Bernie, where they want to yeah. take from outside the party, want to take over, control the Democrat. It's all to circumvent the fact that you got to go through black women. Yeah, to be to get they don't want to. It's everything yeah. is. Uh, they're already character assassinating Kamala Harris, who's yeah. become a fucking superstar during these right. uh, yeah. during these hearings. Yeah. They, they're already trying to, to find it. things yeah. to be like, oh no, no, you can't vote for her. It, it's only like everything, even like even Bernie Sanders' old ass. It's all about how can we avoid the idea that we might have to hand this party over yeah. to, to to the people that to make the, people the decisions. Who are, people who are here. Yeah, in the party, the 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 bigger backbone of the party that we've been able to take it take it take for granted all this time. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, it, man. Take for granted all the time. We don't we don't want to have to have to really engage them. We still no, want to stay in this position because you know what? If you do, you're, you're going to have to talk about shit that matters to us. Right. right. And shit that matters to right. us is black people dying in the street. Shit right. that matters to us is Black Lives Matter. Right. Shit that matters to us is fucked that. up school system. Animal shit that matters to us right. is having health care. The wage gap. Right, not, not like that eighty three percent, but like that sixty three percent, like that, yeah, like that three percent, the one we never number. talk about, that's like a that different kind number of shit. right there, right? right. So <laughs> yeah, you, you don't, you don't want to get into right that. So <laughs> what you do is that you go over here and you talk to these steel workers <laughs> that fucking jobs aren't yeah, coming back, yeah, and right, tell yeah. them that they ain't got Why to get aren't we educated. About the incarceration rate amongst black people in this country, 
right the, the unfair incarceration rate the pay for pay that the pay the prison for profit model that has right. now been reinstated right. by fuckboy Jeff Sessions yep. why are mm-hmm. we talking about that yep. why are we talking about that every as, week as I read something that's just like well Obama did, just did that like they took that back already mm-hmm. like yeah. uh, the Cuba shit right like, already like like I don't even know I just feel like there's a big ass list of shit on the wall in the White <laughs> House where he's like what did Obama do Take that shit back this there week. Yeah. I think Ta-Nehisi Coates is right. He said in in probably ten years. Although now because Trump is fucking up so right. fast that it's going to be happening faster. But right. probably in ten years we're going to look back at Barack Obama's presidency and be like Jesus Christ, he was one of the best presidents uh, yep. we've ever had. Well, the in books the haven't even come out yet. Like yeah. you know, the books about all the death threats, mm-hmm. all the shit he had to go through. Like people, all those people are going to write their books eventually, yep. and you're going to see the presidency more clearly. Mm-hmm. You know. It's like you you hear about it. You hear just the oh, you know, the death threats went up four hundred percent. Right. Anyway, and then that's like, a big you know, number. Yeah, like and and you hear about Secret Service. They're all quitting because they're right. overworked, and that's why they're getting caught fucking up because they leave their laptop somewhere because they're all mm-hmm. overworked. Those books haven't come out yet. His presidency, like the whole legacy of it. The, he, people haven't really even started framing it properly. I agree. He's, you know? And he's young. If we were in a if we were in another country. He could turn around and end up being president again. Yeah. Okay, yeah. They do it all the time in other countries. You well, go think, away for a while, come back and be president again. I think you people know, we are just can't be, do that in this country. Uh, I think a lot of people on the left are going to have to be ashamed of themselves after this. Because, mm-hmm. like, they had a chance to galvanize behind this dude and really, like, mm-hmm. push out the agendas that they wanted. Mm-hmm. But he demanded that you work just a little bit. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I can't do it by myself. Just a yeah. little bit. And that's what I was telling my and, wife. That, right. That, um, Trump has has always sold to his to his people that um, uh, he sells them hope, right? That it America's gonna be great again, and he's just selling them hope, 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 hope. My wife said uh, Barack Obama also said hope and change, but the difference is that Obama said clearly. You have to work. Right. He never left that part out. Right. He Trump always is just said, like, I got you. You got to do your yeah. part. And the thing is, you his was hope and change. change. And right. in order for yeah. change like, to happen. You, you throwing hope, but you you're not doing work. change. You have to right. work. And that was a constant message. Like, I still, because, you know, I'm very much a pragmatist. So I still, like, he as a politician resonated with me because it was like, Okay, underneath the hope and change logo that you got here, he's coming out every fucking speech and being like, we got to do this together. You guys yeah. got to be the change right. that you believe in. Right. You guys got to, we, when I, if I get elected, we can't just be like, that's the end. Right. We got to push forward healthcare. That's going to take a couple right. years. Right. We got to have, I got to have a Congress. I got to right. have a House. Like, I got to have a Senate. You got to get out and vote. You right. got to win me these, you got to win me these. Right. Things. And right. it was just this like, motherfuckers got over that first hurdle and were like, we did it. We're done. <laughs> they clocked out. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're oh, done. I'm done. All right. No more of this. We're done. I think it was Andy that had, uh, it was on Facebook that had that joke that was like uh, the coal miners all I, I don't know I'm butchering this joke but the coal miners all got the right you know because of uh, fucking Trump to go back to work in coal and then they get black lung and now they don't have no health care <laughs> right <laughs> like that's, that's these motherfuckers are killing themselves yeah, yeah. just just, just yeah. out of spite it's so yeah. fucking amazing yeah yeah. It does, don't, I don't comprehend that they care about because they're, they're not it's not about because it, ultimately it's never about the economic anxiety. Oh, no. It's never about the jobs. Ultimately, it's about a return to whiteness right. and all that that entails. And also yeah. the stereotypical whiteness 
like when they show those, it's like a normal Rockwell painting. Right. Like it's not a real life scenario anymore. Maybe they show those 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 profiles of the guy, the Rust Belt guy, right. who lost a job. It always starts with like a sh- an establishing shot of a sunset, <laughs> and there's a the rooster, the rooster on t- the weather vane on top of the thing is all rusted. There's like one car going down the street. <laughs> the cafe is empty. No one's eating there. And it's like all this bullshit that's like this idyllic nonsense. Right. It doesn't exist anymore. It's nope. gone. Youngstown, right. Ohio is yeah. just a rusted out buildings. Right. It's not coming back. Right. It Never. sucks for some people, but you got to help those people move on. You can't right. just say, right. yeah, you're going to go back to that bullshit. They didn't want to hear, you know, look, we need to retrain people for jobs. Yeah, you, you can't know, go to trade we, school. This job is on. This job is on. They didn't want to hear those jobs aren't yeah, coming back. They just don't give a fuck about the truth. Yeah. And they're not coming back and <laughs> yeah. they keep I mean, they leaving. Come back, they might kill you. Yeah. Yeah, and come yeah. back. And kill you know fu- yeah, they kill you. But this is how you know it's fucked up. I read an article about a guy in the solar panel industry, mm-hmm. and he voted for Trump. I'm like, they're gonna, they're trying to kill solar. Right. You right. get that, right? Right. Well, I voted for him because he's gonna bring jobs back. I'm like, right. yeah, but your job's gonna be gone. Right. You right. won't be bringing you didn't solar vote for jobs him back. Over jobs. Right. You voted for him over whiteness because right. if you were really concerned, you were a solar panel worker. Right. You'd Anybody be like, with a Hell D behind no. their name, you're voting for that person because right. that because the D's are looking at you as what you do is the future of this country. But right. Every, every do, week we watch some new shit, not even new, but just some shit Obama passed. That motherfuckers took for granted that is being erased. And I think, um, you know, even Ta-Nehisi Coates was like super hard on Obama for most of his eight years. And he kind of eased up that eighth year. Well, he started seeing that <laughs> Trump train coming. He was like, okay, yeah, this shit yeah. could be way worse. Yeah. But I think people were really, really tough on him on the left because I think there was a way to prove your bona fides. There was a lot of white people that just abandoned him. And that was a way for them to kind of be like, well, I... I think the guy can do better. I'm just saying. I, I mean, I shouldn't have to vote. I shouldn't have to campaign. I shouldn't have to do anything about it. But he can do a better job. And there was a lot of people kind of like, he became a, um, he became like a, a lightning rod for a lot of people. You know, like, this is how I'm going to get my next point off. But I think Trump has moved, already moved the nation to the right. Right. Because yeah. the next politician won't have to be, like, Hillary Clinton's platform was extremely left for for what it was last year right bernie's was a little more left but it was like 12 dollar minimum wage or 15 dollar minimum wage uh give you 90 percent free college or 100 percent free college like it wasn't fucking like so crazy i think we're now moving back where like a centrist could could take could take office and be like can't you see how radical i am compared to trump yeah and that i think they really missed the opportunity because it was more about let's shit on Obama. And I know, shit a like lot that. of stuff when they when they talk about you know we need somebody to do this, we need somebody to do that. I'm like, you had that guy. Yeah, you had that guy. Yeah, you had that guy who was telling you all the time. He was telling you that he was telling you exactly. You had that guy. He even as when he Here's campaigned for Clinton, he he literally was like. If you fuck with my Never, work, yeah. like fuck her, this ain't even about her no more. <laughs> yeah. If you fuck with yeah, me, yeah, yeah. and you want to keep some of this shit, yeah, just better, put her in there. Then you and better this, fuck with her, right? She will push my shit further and <laughs> get you to the point forward. you want to go. So you fuck yeah. with me, you better fuck with her. It's Crazy. that simple. This is it's it's literally that simple. Yeah. Don't don't get caught up in this thing. I'm telling you, <laughs> fuck right. with her. Crazy. Okay? Man. It's it's stupid. It's this thing about in Georgia, this election in Georgia, this Ossif cat. Mm-hmm. Was that Tuesday? The special election is it Tuesday? This week? Yeah, I don't it's know. This I don't week, know. it's coming. It's, I don't mm-hmm. know. What, what's it's happening with it? Ossoff is running in Georgia for this seat that the guy Mo, whatever the fuck, Mo Manny Mo and fucking Jack, whatever his name <laughs> is, the guy who's now does <laughs> something for Trump. Mm-hmm. He's running against this woman Karen Handel. 
mm. or who's out of her fucking mind. She's she's gone. She's mm. a she's a right wing douchebag. If he can't win this seat, if he can't win this seat in Atlanta, it's Atlanta. Right. If he can't win this seat, Democrats got serious trouble. Mm. I've got got serious problems. John Ossoff and Ossoff. Yeah. And it's uh, Tuesday, right? The race for Atlanta seats. I think it's yeah. I think it's this week. Mm. Yeah, he's so, thirty years old. Yeah, he's a young dude. Mm. People have fallen in behind him. She's out of her fucking mind. And this mm. this particular seat is always Republican. Oh, uh, it's been Republican uh, for like forty years. Yeah. Okay. If he can't win this seat, right now, if he can't win this seat, then there's this is then right. it's over. There's right. no, there's no nothing. Nothing will stop this. If he can, if he can win this seat, that is a serious seat. I think change. we got a long way to go, man. I, I don't even think yeah. they're gonna and get gonna Trump be, out. It's gonna be small incremental oh, no. steps, but it has to start with this. You yeah. can't have this thing of well, Democrats are getting more votes in this right. district we've never got. Keep before. losing, yeah. You can't. You gotta start putting L's. Oh, gotta start putting W's on the board. Yep. Can't hack his L after L after L and taking moral victories. I he agree. has to win. If he don't win, it's gonna be a problem. Yeah. Plus, they need the young people. Like, right. like that's see that's what they're afraid of. All all the fucking people at the top of the Democratic Party are so afraid of Barack Obama coming back from vacation and being mm-hmm. like, "I'm gonna start tapping." Oh, he, young he already people. planning. Yeah, I'm gonna tap some young people on the on the show because we can't. It can't be Bernie. It can't be I'm Hillary. I'm so glad you said that. And I, they and like because I saw like some character assassination around yeah. like when they got their book deal. Yeah. Then like mm-hmm. you know like they bought a house and then like how dare they get this money? Yeah. It was a lot of yeah. weird yeah. like yeah, it was like why, that, why are y'all what? so mad about, about this? Like this shit that what? why did when did Elizabeth Warren yeah. who's a fucking millionaire right. become worried about somebody else's book? Deal? Oh, because yeah. y'all want to make sure that whenever they tap someone on the shoulder and go. Listen, this guy's one. thirty. This this woman's thirty. Right. She should y'all should look at her progressive ideas about how to fix the country. Right. Y'all don't want to get skipped. Right. You know what I mean? They don't want to lose <laughs> that turn in twenty twenty. Yep. So it's all about making sure they can knock right. down Obama's, right. which is ridiculous because it's not gonna happen. Well, when they said they were talking about this thing of like his Hillary Clinton because she's running around, yeah, talking. Which she, sh- I would, right? I got fucked. Yeah, I would <laughs> be talking. telling everybody be talking. all day, every yeah. day. What else I'm gonna lose? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. But yeah. they were like, "Well, she's not the leader, and who's gonna be the leader of the party?" And they start running these names. I'm like, and I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, not one of y'all said Barack Obama, right? He's not even. 50, what, 54, right. 55? Right. He's a young dude and he's in shape. Right. What do you. Yeah, we got a president that want to fucking work out. You right. have a guy, <laughs> you have a leader of the Democrat that you can easily go get. You got right. him. He's right there. Right. You can go get him. He's right there. They don't he's want, not yeah. done with life. Right. Like usually a president retires and that's the end. You right. open up a library, you go make some speeches, and you just go away. He's scared as hell, man. They he's like, a young I, dude. Uh, yeah, he Bernie's them. like taxes got released. And then, like, he got three homes, and then, like, his wife's on the FBI investigation yeah. and shit. So, like, all that stuff came out, and it was just people were like, but look at that book deal. Yeah. Look. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, book deal, yeah. That's yeah. kind of how it goes. <laughs> we, we gave him this money because we know we're going to make twice that money back. Right. That's how it goes. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to buy his book. That's how it goes. But I think when Michelle... Yeah, like I'm, I'm going to like buy hers. I'm gonna make money. I, I want hers more than I want to read Michelle's book because I'm gonna get like three or four copies and be like, right. Obama, no, Barry I, might, Barry might still hold something back. Yeah, because he be caring about people's feelings. I feel like yeah. Michelle just gonna be out here like these white people were crazy. <laughs> for the Obamas eight as a years. team are gonna be making money. 
ad infinitum. They're right. never going to not make money yeah, moving they, forward. They, they, they can There's go on no a tour right now. No Just going to I'm already that. seeing people pivot towards the like, well, if they're going to be making money, Fuck them too now. And it's yeah. like, all right then, dog. If you think that's the right move for the country, yeah. who who are you getting behind? Because Bernie Rich, all these motherfuckers yeah, rich. rich. All Everybody rich. Congress, yeah. Senate, they right. millionaires and, they and never, billionaires. First of all, they never sending no poor people there. Second yeah. of all, I don't even fuck with a lot of y'all dumb poor people. So, yeah. like, <laughs> it, it can't just be somebody with no money yeah. and that's the qualification. Right, that's I need to know what the fuck they believe in. There's a lot of poor people that voted for Trump. Right. Like, right. Who, are, who are the progressive beggars who also, like, you know, are humble Cut and money. all that shit? <laughs> like, because we, if you're going to put some new blood into the system, who's vetting that new blood, right. you know? And they also want people who can't be bought. Right. If you're poor, yeah. right. you can be bought. You some lobbyist throws you twenty grand to vote right. for the thing. You'd be like, all right. If know. we weren't so stupid, that's see, that's the thing. As people are stupid, yeah, they are. Like people in general are fucked up. If we weren't so stupid, the system wouldn't be so stupid. Right. The fact that motherfuckers really will go vote for somebody because they saw a commercial, yeah. <laughs> like that fact that it works, they wouldn't spend all that fucking yeah. money if it right. didn't work. Right. The fact right. that it works says way more about us than it does the pot. We like these corrupt politicians buying ass. Get the money out of politics. Are you voting for a motherfucker if you don't see the ad? Yeah. You the problem. Yeah. They're, yeah. Like, they're, like they're watching TV like, okay, open a bank account there, buy Pop-Tarts, vote for him. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's the same effect as any other. When, when people lose, what do we say? They didn't spend enough money in blanket and blanket. Right. We don't say they yeah. had the wrong policies. They right. couldn't convince. We yeah. say they just didn't spend the right amount they of money. Money in ads. Ads. The, <laughs> then we're the problem. Yeah. We're the consumers of that yeah. product. We have to. We have to. Well, we have to. We yeah. have to. We, if you don't have eyes on it, then you can't really tell. Right. Go, really? I can't. You can't, you can't read. Tell. You can't. Somebody's platform. Like or, I have Hulu and every other commercials. Fucking vote for Bernie. Vote for Hillary. And vote yeah. for Trump. Like dog is. That says we're stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's because they like, you ain't going to watch the debate. You yeah. know you ain't going to read no articles. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I'll tell you what. Here's a picture yeah. of, of By the a way, fucking you a can... son. Here's a son coming up. Here's a rooster on the debate. Here's one truck here's coming one down truck. the road. Here's a sad guy. Now go vote for that dude. <laughs> yeah. And here's my opponent with desaturated colors. Yeah. yeah. Looking down Grays, a lot. Right. Slow Blacks. Yeah. 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 Hillary Clinton. And, can, and you can have a debate. <laughs> she crushes him in a debate. Right. Three in a row. Three in a row. <laughs> Crushes him in the debate. Yeah. Don't matter. With him throwing all kinds of curveballs. Don't matter. Doing everything he could to distract him. Yeah. I, man, I watched those debates. And I, I, at first I was like, I don't even need to watch because I know who I'm vote for. But then I was like, wait a minute. This is a like 70-year-old woman that has consistently only had one obstacle in her life, which is inept white men mm. fucking up her life. <laughs> whether it was her husband or whether it's this motherfucker. She, this is like, this is like. Uh, Joe Frazier, yeah, getting to finally get to get in the ring with uh, Muhammad Ali. Where it's like, you know what, man, you done, you been talking shit, yeah, yeah. you know. So I watched every one of them on the base, and she kicked his ass, and it just didn't matter. Nope, didn't matter because people already made up their mind. Yep, and it wasn't about her. It was about that. Oh, this is we can get back to whiteness. Yep, that's all <laughs> we they can want. Get back to we can get back to original white settings. Yeah, let's do it. Reset, <laughs> yeah, reset control. the game. Like yeah, they, can, they control all, deleted that shit. Let's it was like it. one, two, three. All right, reboot. System restore. Right, black people get up to this original black people up at halftime. Pass the sticks. Pass the sticks. Ah! <laughs> we did this for two forty-five, and it's almost it yeah. is time for two hours. All right, this man. might be our longest <laughs> podcast ever. I think so. There you go. Good luck compressing this. This is a good look. <laughs> 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 Stream it Listen, on everybody, we hope you enjoyed uh, today's podcast. We want to thank Rod and Karen for sitting in with us from the Black Guy Who Tips. Y'all know what it is. 
Y'all need to go uh, listen to them. Listen to their the blackoutwhotips.com. Yeah, they got a lot of them. Yeah, <laughs> you'll find something that you need and want in your life. Yeah, there's something for you. Just go find it. Uh, whenever you guys are in town, you know you're always. Yeah, man. You know what? Karen's looking forward to Negro Con. Yeah. I was looking forward to being We're on the podcast. Doing this. Yeah, I like, like this is my this is my wheelhouse. Three, yeah. four people in a room yeah, talking, just talking shit. Just talking. Not not no offense to all the people at Negro Con. I love y'all, but y'all yeah. drinking. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of hugs. <laughs> yeah. A lot of you pictures. Know, and um uh, for everybody who listened in, be sure to just send us with your emails. I know we didn't read any today. I don't think we only, we only got like one. We, we may have got one. Week. But you can, we'll get to that next week. Uh, thanks so much. That paywall is coming. Paywall. Oh, get and mind go right. get Andy's album. Go get yes. Vintage. I listened to it. Uh, I let Karen listen to it in the car. It's fucking gold. We were talking Thank about you. you at brunch today. Yep. I think it was Ashanti. She was like, his al- Andy's album hilarious. It. I said, ain't it? Yeah, so we, so we be talking about you. We love it, man. Good. I love the, the gun control uh, bit. Like that, that yeah. part is just uh, so good, man. It's, that's uh, my favorite bit of the whole album. Yeah, I, that's control. why I didn't chop it up. It's like a seven minute long. Yeah, chunk. But every every part of it is like poignant, funny, and insightful. So man, you did your thing, and yes, you did. All, like you. if you're listening to the show, three guys on. All these dudes are funny. Yes, they, they are. all got albums. Yeah, they do. Yeah. You should own at least three of these albums. I yep. mean, it's not There's much no to reason. ask. There's no reason not yeah, to. Yeah, it's not and much they, to ask, man. They it's, got better. I just got a royalty wise, payment. Wise, everything was. It'll oh, tell you, you like to? what you got from each thing. Yeah, and then it'll tell you like the the, the Spotify stream is like. Point zero 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 <laughs> Spotify money one eight cents right. per stream. I mean, you can stream it if you want, but right, you, you go buy it, man. Yeah. I bought it. I bought it off of iTunes uh, for the pre-release to see if we could get get it on the charts, man. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the chart at number three. There you go, Woo-hoo! man. Like, I, don't y'all want to be part of something? Y'all listen to shit for three hours just now. Come on, yeah. and you sitting around like I don't think I can listen to this album. I mean, three That's hours of bullshit, dog. bro. That's the least you can do. Yeah, you know you about to go to lunch break. They kept this in one episode. Work. They could have chopped this shit up, put it behind a paywall. Yeah. You yeah. just heard this and shit for three never hours. Never would have known. And you sitting up here somehow <laughs> thinking like I gotta hold on to my ten dollars. That's some bullshit, man. Yeah, pay a Support bit of these money. brothers, man. Like all three of the albums was dope. Blue Magic yep. was dope. Rule of three. Rule of thirds. Rule of thirds is yep. dope. Vintage was dope. Um, and every week they bringing it. So please I support know y'all, them. Yeah, y'all support them. And if you are fans that are listening to them uh, for the first time and you're in the D.C. area, please do go and check them out. Right. Yes. Uh, you know, because yeah. I know sometimes when we come on show, some of our fans might come up for the first time. So we're letting them know. Yeah, I wanted to go check see, them out. but we already we've, had plans. We've had Thursday, it. But we've had people come through. I want to go see. We've had yeah. people come through from you guys who've come up and speak to us and said, we heard you guys on Black Eye Tips. And Yay! Yeah, Dominic's you. girlfriend. Is, yeah. Dominic Rivera's girlfriend is a huge fan of you guys. Really? Yeah. I follow her on Instagram. Yeah, like I was talking to Dominic last night because we we posted her Instagram, which was curvy underscore TB. Yeah. And then she changed it to just curvy TB. Yeah. Without the underscore because she was getting too many creepy people. Right. Yeah. yeah. Y'all <laughs> talked to, it was already the happening. way y'all was talking about it was a little too. It was like you know I got to check that out. Like, yeah. like, it was like that six from Blossom. It was like six. It wasn't the good kind of supportive. Like you know I'm in the body positivity. It was like oh she what's, what's she looking like now? <laughs> but she re-upped all the old pictures to the new curvy, yeah, curvy TB. TB. Okay. All right. I got so it's just uh, no underscore just curvy TB. Okay. Curvy TB. I gotta yeah, see if I'm following that too. Then y'all go support. Follow by TBGWT. There you go. And and by Rod also. Okay, yeah, I thought yeah. I followed her, man. I was like, oh, this is that in, girl. Instagram? This is her Instagram, yeah. 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 She yeah. has a lot of, uh, not a lot, she posted, yeah. she reposted some of the pictures. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Don't nobody want it with Dominic anyway, man. She but 
got like, nothing to worry about. Nah, has, <laughs> no, I ain't. with Dominic. Puerto Rico Suave. Yeah. PRS1 is James Yeah, PRS1. As soon as I saw her, I said, yeah, that's the exact kind of woman I could see you with. But but she's getting all the thirst now on this new account anyway. Like, she posts a picture like that. Right. She's beautiful. And I don't even understand the rules of the Instagram shit anyway. Me either. I just like shit. I'm like, you get mad, you just get mad. Right. And sometimes I be because I do the social media. Sometimes I be forget which account I'm logged under, and I like it underneath the TBGWT. This my personal account. Like, NFL players get hemmed up on that shit. Yeah. Like, oh, you liked her picture? I'm like, is that against the rules? Because I don't like it. Nobody told me. I don't know. I hope it's not against the rules. I'm not trying to holler. I just appreciate it. But oh, Dominic said that she had a picture where one of the comments was like, "Yes, uh, oh, yeah. that black oh, and white serving. dress. She's serving out here, though. That's yeah. what I'm talking That's about, honey. You beautiful. When you listen to this, just know you is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Dominic must be Dominic must be a security. He's a good <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know. He just, he just she had she got some. I don't know if it was a DM or an actual comment. It was like, "Do you take contributions? Jesus, <laughs> people are trying yeah. to give her money. Jesus. Like, but you know what? <laughs> some people do. Some people yeah. do. You I'll never know unless you ask. Some people do." Oh, this is from the, they were in Miami last week, so she got beach pictures. Oh yeah, that's what I'm Kirby talking TV. about. Miami's yeah. beautiful. You know Dominic, you know Dominic's secure because he's not trying to be in all the pictures. Nah, he, <laughs> you know, like in the background. He told, he told us about the shit, making making serious There's faces at the camera. He's in together. one picture. Yeah, one okay, yeah, that's his black and white yeah. face yeah. shots. You know, he's not smiling. That's his. All right, now. <laughs> so she has, she watch, has like. I watch, watch out there, but I fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> watch out now. She has like five hundred eighty-seven. Followers. Mm. Uh, this picture has with her and just her and Dominic has right. uh, thirty-eight likes. Yeah. Okay, right, let's yeah. just let's See, just pick a like, random. Yeah, they don't like the ones with the man in there. I'm gonna pick a random. Let's go to right. the white dress one. Uh, this one, hundred thirty likes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, she's killing that dress. She's killing that dress. Uh, you know, it, Dominic that getting you that, is that. What you looking the at? Out of that dress. Dominic ain't got that. What you looking at? Face in black and white on there. Dominic is worth <laughs> negative one hundred likes. <laughs> Naked. Ain't nobody close to him. If you put Dominic in the picture, you're gonna we, get we, we, They're not there for you, baby. It's they're Kirby not there TV, for you. Not, yeah. not Kirby Dominic. We're not, we not coming <laughs> here for you. You know what it is. This one is, uh, oh, this one has over a thousand likes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the baby is. I, I mean, you in Miami. I mean, I like it just for you in Miami, right. dog. That means she likes. That means she had to crop him out of pics. She's like, listen, <laughs> you are hurting my, my morality. <laughs> right. You are I'm trying to, down to get my, my numbers game. up. Right. I'm trying to get this modeling contract. You fucking shit up. Yeah, you are slowing down my game. Right. right. You trying to give me, you want me to get paid or not? <laughs> Show up work security. You can work security at the, uh, at the event. <laughs> at the event. <laughs> you be the bodyguard. Right. So y'all come on back. Well, I don't know. I don't know what day we'll be here for you. We'll put it on. Nice <laughs> I don't yeah. know. This is just one episode this week. I know yeah. Monday will be, be Monday up. next week. Yeah, maybe yeah. something for you up on Thursday. I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll see. We'll see. But I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. As always, we enjoy bringing it to you. You got damn near three hours of shit. Boom. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. And who else? Rod. And hey, Karen. Hey. We had three guys on with a very special guest from the Black Guy who tips it in. And we are all out. The tip jar. Hey. Hey.